You're listening to DraftKings Network. Cooligans, in the first segment, we talk about our hero, Jermaine Jones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> retiring from soccer. Very, very sad day. Uh, just uh, losing that wild animal on the pitch. <laughs> we love them for the U.S. men's national team. Also, Siggy Schmidt, gone from LA Galaxy. And we try to figure out how important Zlatan is to the LA Galaxy or American soccer entirely. In the second segment, we talk to Matt Beasler. Uh, you know him. He's the center back for Sporting Kansas City. He calls into the show. We had a great conversation with him. You got to listen in. He talks a little bit about playing in, in a great city like Kansas City and the fan base there. He talks a little bit about men's national team and missing the World Cup. And just as important, we talk to him about what he's doing on, you know, when his extra time. He's got this cool little clothing brand coming out. We like it, right? It sounds pretty cool. He gave us some great information about that. And in the third segment, we talk about the U.S against Brazil. We go over the game. Uh, did we ever touch the ball? That's really the main concern. Also, <laughs> NYCFC against DC United, and only one team clearly had the ball there. We NYCFC is the Brazil of Major League Soccer. <laughs> that's uh, I think that's what we figured out. And we talk about a couple other games. And oh, we have a little bit of a career rant. Ooh, a little bit. Uh, all this <laughs> and more today on the Cooligans! Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yo, yes. Yo, what's good? Hello, what's up, everybody? I cut that one short because I almost died the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, so I don't even know why you are putting yourself in such uh, danger. Well, because I love the fans, <laughs> and I want them to have yeah, people the longest possible yell at the beginning of their <laughs> podcast, which I, this is what they come for. A lot of them turn it off They turn right it, after that. They turn it on. It's like Wednesday morning, they got that shot of adrenaline, and they're like, <laughs> you know what? I'm done with this show. Yeah. I, I, I'll, only, I'll stop <laughs> listening once that fat guy dies. <laughs> I don't need coffee because my eardrums are blown out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deaf, so I can't listen to podcasts. Anymore. Hello, <laughs> welcome to the show, wherever you want. How uh, how are you doing, Alexis? Ah, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. All right, we never do that. That's kind of nice. We don't ask each other how we've been. We Touch ha- base a little bit. Right? <laughs> we haven't seen each other for. Forget we're doing a podcast. How you been, man? Uh, pulled my hamstring. Okay, a little. I don't know if I pulled it or if it's just tight. I can't tell. It's just sore. Well, this is like a pendulum because my heel is now. I'm like at what. 95%. Yes. So it's just like, it's like good enough for me. Your, your heel gets injured from all the athletic activity that you participate all right. in. You know, comparably it is. And I don't think you understand that. I don't know if you know what the word comparably means. <laughs> no, it does. I know exactly what it means. I was right about ombudsman. <laughs> That's right. I, well, not ombudsman. It's ombudsman. Ombudsman. You, say, you said ombudsman right no, now. No, right now you just I said I say it. ombudsman. Ombud, ombudsman. Okay. I did not say that. No one said that. I know. I don't even know how to spell the word, but I know the general spelling <laughs> of the word. Yes. Uh, no, it's ombudsman. Yes. Uh, I, I'm glad. Look, I, I hadn't heard the word before. It's, oh, it's, it's, well then. Well, look, it's just shocking just to me. Just two guys who learned English it, second. It's just, and uh, apparently this one's the smarter it's one It's right just here. a little shocking to me that there's a word that you know that I do not. Because yeah, no, that, that just doesn't right. seem like it can make any sense. I, I probably know a couple. Like, I don't know, Prejola. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. Oh, well. Now you're speaking another language. <laughs> Literally. Right? Literally. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Cooligans. Super size me. 
I think that's something that you might sure, not yeah. understand. You were great in that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, we are the Cooligans. Uh, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host a soccer podcast. It you is not right. only it, it's not only the funniest soccer. It podcast. is the funniest soccer podcast. Okay, yeah, it really is. Yeah, sure. I okay. mean, that nothing even comes close. Yeah, there's not really. W- w- that's not us bragging. No, I mean, it's just that the bar is very low. Well, also, we that's we were looking for that. What now? Almost four years? No, three years ago. Yeah, and we couldn't find it, so we started, and we are the funniest <laughs> soccer podcast. <laughs> That's it. There was a vacancy. Yeah, I mean, we're not on no soapbox. I mean, we're just <laughs> looking at the stats, and bruh, I'm the only one out here scoring. You know what I mean? So the Cooligans. Yeah, it. it's 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 Kobe's 81 point game out here. <laughs> yeah. Where is everybody? Where is everybody. I mean, other people bucking shots, you know, they're trying, but we carry in the load. Okay, so but we're not just. The funniest soccer podcast. We want, you know, we definitively are. We're just not only that, because we also happen to be the gulliest, gulliest soccer, soccer po- podcast. Okay, multifaceted. <laughs> oh, oh, who's messing up the language now? All right. I somebody got- said I sound like Steve-O. Yeah, somebody did say I that. Do, I can't. I don't hear it. I think I get a little raspy with the louder I get. And I think his voice is a Maybe, like you know, that. after a long pizza tour. Okay, uh, yeah. You get out here and just the- yelling at people, <laughs> fold your fucking slices or get off my tour. I, I don't even want to see the reviews of your tour after <laughs> after speaking to people that way. A but- lot of them are like super funny, lots of knowledge. Couldn't stop yelling at my child. It's a lot of that. It legitimately is. Look it up on Yelp. So, I, but sometimes your voice is more raspy than usual. Right? When you know you you talk for a living and yeah. you and you don't stop, right? Even when stop. you're not working, I take my work home with me. So. So I can see, I can see why that's the case. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've never learned how to speak from, what is that? The diaphragm? Okay. Thank you God. Talk, right? Touching the wrong part yeah. of your body. Yeah. For those of you not watching on YouTube, my legs are in the air. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's, I think it's your taint, whoa, Alexis. You need whoa, to chill. buddy. <laughs> Don't try to talk from there at all. Uh, anyway, so uh, people, I can't believe you listen to this. Uh, right now, we're not proving we're the funniest. Yeah. We're certainly the silliest soccer podcast. Sure, sure, we get that. Uh, well, give us a couple minutes. You know, well, we warm up. We eventually get to it. Uh, I, you know, you're supposed to talk from the, what is it? Your chest, right? Your diaphragm. Your diaphragm is like under your lungs over here. So it's a little lower. Yeah. Hello. How are we? You know, I'm supposed to speak like this. Okay. Well, then you, now you're just John Strong. (laughs) Well, no, John Strong (laughs) speaks in a very uh, uh, direct and. Yeah. Yeah. He has. Sometimes who I I was talking to somebody who had listened to the John Strong interview. I feel like he goes home and he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I can relax a little bit. I can really be myself. (laughs) Uh, But there's people like that. I was talking to somebody about it but uh, like you hear his voice and you know there's certain people that were just you can't have any other job you have when you have that announcer voice with John Strong, yeah, definitely. Like, Would you like fries with that? You know? <laughs> it just is like he's like, hey man, you gotta get out of here. You, oh, yeah. you can't do this job. You're not allowed to work at this bank anymore, man. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> Go call soccer games. <laughs> All right, you're meant for so much more. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, there, you remember Dave Greek, comedian Dave Greek? I don't. I remember the name. Dave. Dave, a good friend of mine. Uh, he worked. He worked in radio. But when he, I, I met him doing stand up, and uh, he stopped. He had stopped doing radio for a long time. But he was just like. Uh, his voice was just like, as soon as I was hearing, I'm like, this isn't your life, right? This isn't, you don't do just this. You can't possibly. <laughs> 
just do this. <laughs> so uh, let's get going, guys. Uh, welcome, you're welcome to the show. We are here at the Hack and Tack Meridian Health Stage 17, crushing it bang, per bang, usual bang, 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 at bang. the top of Madison Square Garden. Right at the top, somewhere in the middle. You know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, you know, we we're trying to look. We have to, you know, move aspirational. up. Aspirational. You got to get I mean? up we're trying to, to the roof. <laughs> right. If we at the top of the ladder, bro, we need a bigger ladder. Right. We're trying to climb. <laughs> we're getting there. So. Uh, a, a lot has happened in soccer, right? We did. Let's talk about Gully Squad because I want to thank the fans. Yes, yes. Yeah, we- let's start there, dude. You guys are absolutely amazing. Yes, uh, I mean that from the bottom of our hearts. We're trying to build this thing. We're trying to get bigger, and you know, we we try to do a bunch of different stuff, and we try to see what works. And and the one thing that is that is shown that works every time is the support of our fans. Man, yeah. you guys came out for the World Cup comedy tour. You guys have come out to our live events. You guys have stopped us when we're doing some of the EMLS stuff, and you. You've just been like, hey, man, big fans from all teams. It's absolutely amazing. Um, you know, go to comedy clubs across the country uh, and people stop by in Ireland. Someone, you know, come on. MLS Ireland took a took a bus. You know what I mean? To yeah, come that's see right. Me. Yeah, yeah. A long ass bus both ways. Uh, all those things, all those little things like none of it is forgotten. Everything means something to us when you guys want to take a picture. We did this whole gully squad thing. We're like, you know, is anyone... Other than, you know, my mom and Jay Riddle going to join, you know, <laughs> and really, honestly, like we thought about it, like, well, is this something that we can build on is and, and geez, you guys are just absolutely incredible. And we're, has, getting, we're getting really close to that second episode. Yeah, that it, it means the world. And uh, that's that's sort of the thing where the hope is like whenever, even, you know, since we've been doing comedy, we've been doing comedy a long time, but you hope to like uh, get to a point where people are like, Hey, I appreciate what you do. uh, And I would like to see more of it. Right. Uh, And this is, you know, sort of been the cooligans has been like sort of the first thing I know in my career, my comedy career where people are like, uh, they just acknowledge the work that, that we're putting yeah, in and, and are being like, Hey, you know what? I, this is a thing that, uh, is helpful th- throughout the week. We get tweets all the time. Like, uh, you know, somebody tweeted out the other day, like it was like Monday. They were like, Hey, can you put out your podcast already? Because yeah. I'm, I'm bored <laughs> at work. Uh, look, and the fact that we could help you out uh, at work and, and help move your Terrible, terrible Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I mean, we try. <laughs> Middle of the week, right? We help you get over that hump day. Yeah, you know so I mean? maybe, yeah, and now we're trying to do it two times a week, right? Yeah, so hump the, twice a week. Hump. Not a bad week. <laughs> That's a good week. That's you not got a bad week. It's like, honey, <laughs> we humped two two times this <laughs> two week. Two times. <laughs> Things are working out. <laughs> so, look, we're just trying to save your marriage. That's uh, what we're trying to do. <laughs> Put us on while you hump. No, <laughs> please don't do that. Imagine. I mean, it's better than boys to men, I think. <laughs> Although we've come, <laughs> and that's the end. literally, yeah. <laughs> now we asleep. It's like, honey, no, it's all supposed to be night. <laughs> we should go a little longer than that. I, I really sorry. Uh, I was I thinking know. about you before we started, <laughs> and here we are now. You know what you want to do? Netflix a little bit. Listen to the Cooligans again. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for everyone who's already joined the Gully Squad. It's uh, it's it's gonna be great, and the fact that uh, we're getting all this support. It, I mean, it's only gonna lead to bigger and bigger things. We're already literally this week. We're just we're talking about uh, taking some trips to do some really really cool stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, possibly the 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 soccer hall of fame. Uh oh. Um, possibly some other uh, maybe trips to do like 
uh, you maybe like games that are like uh, you know USMNT games or USWMNT yeah. games. We're talking. Um, we're talking about uh, you know a couple things. We want to get back out there. You know, you guys have asked us. You know, from other cities. Yo, Christian, Alexis, when you come in here, yeah, we're trying to get there, man. We really are. So this uh, and it, the Gully Squad is what makes all of those things possible. You know, uh, every time someone sponsors our show, it's it's something else that makes this all possible. Like you know, Christian said it last week, man. We'd love for this to be our full time job. We know that that's not super close, but you guys, every time you support us, every time you retweet us, every yeah. time you join Gully Squad, every time you tell someone about who we are, that that brings us one step closer. Yeah, and some people have said like, hey, you know, I want to support. But I can't really do it right now. I don't have the money. Yeah, which is like not a big deal. Don't feel bad at all. Like no. really, the the people who are supporting us are are will be supporting you. The people that can't, you know, that yeah. don't have uh, the five bucks a month or whatever. Yeah. Uh. So, th- just just keep in mind that if you can't if you can't give any money, no big deal. Just like. Tweet it out. Share Retweet what, it. Do we, what you can. When yeah. we put out the podcast, share it out. So like, and, and people have done exactly that. And yeah, that, they have. That we see it all the time. means the world as well. So, and you know, like I said, grab your friends' phones that aren't subscribed to us and hit that subscribe button. Leave us that five-star review from their yeah. phone, you know, and, and maybe the next time a new episode comes up, they'll see it and they'll just listen to it. All those little things, man. All those little things. Absolutely massive. I, I always talk about reviews, right? Yeah. Uh, Did we get a bad one? We, no. We, so this is, I, I wanted to mention this because I saw this a couple of weeks ago and, uh, we, you know, we, we were on the World Cup comedy tour with Total Soccer Show right. and, and we did a lot of crossover episodes and a lot of people had heard about us through through that through show. That, yeah. uh, and a lot of times when people leave reviews for us, they usually were pretty positive and pretty cool. Some were negative, which is fine too. Like, who cares? Some people don't like it. Please don't do that. Five stars <laughs> every time. But, if you do, make sure it's negative about Christian. <laughs> so what I, the one guy who was really critical of, of you uh, gave a five-star review and then added it in there, but said, I still love the show. Yeah, That's yeah. perfect. That's, That's exactly too. what we want. <laughs> we can deal with that. Uh, I did want to read a negative review, but this wasn't from our podcast. This was from Total Soccer Show. We when we were all, I was like curious. I'm like, I wonder what the, what people thought of you. They someone left a review on their on podcast their podcast about, about us. us. Oh, <laughs> perfect. So, Which is what we knew was going to be the reaction. Which the is great. Uh, and this is this is from a. Uh, Should it, we say the name? It's not. It, no, it, it's not even a name. It's just a, it says a number. It says three four five dash one eight dash one two. Which I don't know. Whatever. It's, you could put any name in there. Thanks for putting your. Any, uh, Security <laughs> so it's a one a one star review that and uh, the title is please and then it just says no more cool again. <laughs> <laughs> Just that's it. Enough of them because we did their show twice. Yeah, uh, we did a crossover e- individually, and then we did a, a a full episode with all all four of us right. on the on the podcast. And and, and people <laughs> had they had had enough. You know, I mean, a lot of people were very positive about it. We saw a lot of a it ton, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah most. I just like, <laughs> but w- one dude was like, "Here's how I can make a change." <laughs> so look, it made so me who laugh. Do you think left that review? I mean, clearly Daryl Taylor or Daryl. Okay, good. All right, good. Daryl. Daryl was like, look, I know Taylor likes you guys. Here's a way to stop this. <laughs> uh, made me laugh a lot. I mean, look, wh- wh- I mean, you look, what are we going to do? We can't, uh, we can't make everybody happy. I, I, that's usually the, a good time. When you have people who don't like what you're doing, that's usually a pretty good sign. That means that uh, it's reaching enough people that you get, you're getting to some people that are like, Hey, 
these two damn Latinos are not for me. <laughs> uh, look, I'm glad you exist, but there's a reason why I don't listen to you. Stop encroaching on what I listen to. I like someone like, there's two really funny reviews that are very short. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them is from ATL Gouda. Yeah. Shouts to ATL Gouda. Uh, gave us five stars. The, the subject title is not nearly gully enough. <laughs> and then inside he wrote the words one and star, <laughs> which is perfect. Uh, there's so much, so much contradiction. I I'm very confused, but also very appreciative that when it counts, you gave us five stars. And then there's Frat Daddy 106. Yeah. Frat Daddy, you know he has kept that name for too long. That's he his aim screen name. Yeah, he signed up for iTunes way back in the day. And now he's like a dad. His kids are teenagers. And they're like, let me guess, you're on Frat Daddy right now? Frat Daddy 106. Put more episodes a week. And then he just went, weak beard, weak beard, weak beard. Which is the chant. Again, critical which, of you. Yes, which is the chant that I hear when I walk down the street yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I'm trying to be I'm like on a you know just with my girlfriend I'm like you don't have to yell that at me okay <laughs> no. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really right trying here. I'm trying my best yeah. although people yell that at me when I walk down the street with my wife you know weak beard because they don't like her beard? beard oh okay <laughs> come on get it it was a joke All right. I thought it was like did you, you I'm like your wife doesn't have facial hair to my knowledge no okay. <laughs> huge beard we, we shave it every day yes we Beautiful, talked that was uh, last week when we discussed uh, my poor facial yeah. hair situation. Does your barber charge you to buzz it off? No, no, no. Uh, he's like, this one's on me. You know, he gives me money back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, in fact, we're going to glue some of the hair that fell off onto your beard. Because <laughs> it's getting really embarrassing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, thank you. Make sure to go to iTunes, leave a review on the Cool Again. It helps us a lot. Helps, it helps more people know about the show. So, it's always uh, useful to us. So, um, all right. Let's move on to some footy. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's start in Los Angeles because... Uh, the West Coast is the best coast, as they say. Uh, I mean, we, you know, we. Well, I don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> they. I mean, they say. They it. say. Of course, they're gonna say that about themselves. <laughs> we don't say that. We out. We're above Madison Square Garden. Yes, all right? and we're all the way at the top, right <laughs> near the, the middle. Right in the middle. <laughs> I mean, come on now. <laughs> but uh, Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Galaxy uh, have lost of Carson. Of course. <laughs> yes, it's like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Anaheim yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, they are, uh, it'd be so funny if they do the, the LAC, like L- LAG. No, no, LA, uh, like, uh, it doesn't matter. Right. Had, Why are we here? Uh, <laughs> Siggy Schmidt. <laughs> Siggy Schmidt uh, resigns from the Los Angeles Galaxy. Obviously, we've been talking about them week after week because... He moves on to the bodega in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't die. He just quit. (laughs) You know what that means. Dude, the dude was going to get fired anyway. Yes, because uh, they were... uh, Week after week, I I felt like the Galaxy found new ways to lose every single time. It was like every, every guy on the back line was like, you know what? I'll take it this week. You know, I'll make sure I allow some ridiculous own goal or maybe I just (laughs) won't make any real effort or just really uh, act confused. Also, I'll make sure I collect my $400,000 check at the end of the season because we are, we are the highest paid back line in in major league soccer. Uh, So look, obviously result, this is going to result in somebody losing their job. Uh, I mean, this is, it's been strange and there's been a lot of uh, uh, articles about it. We have. Uh, they are three points outside of the playoffs. Yeah, or at least the playoff line. I, I mean, but I mean, it, it might as well be the Grand Canyon. They like are those three points. Mizashed by <laughs> Real Salt Lake. That's probably why he got fired. Did you hear that? His he didn't get fired. By no, the way, he resigned. He his resigned. resignation was a collective decision. Yeah, yeah. Him plus the standings. <laughs> 
plus the fans, plus what everyone's saying. But look, isn't when you when you resign? I, I don't know. Maybe they came to an agreement of like uh, what what money they'll like a severance of some kind. I don't know if that's the case. But isn't it when if you keep the job and and just get fired at the end of the season, you still get paid for the rest of your contract? Um, not necessarily. There's usually clauses in there. Okay. That if you're let go, there's a certain amount of there's some type of severance attached to it. Uh, some people have guaranteed contracts, which means like we have enough confidence in you that we're going to pay you X amount. And if you get fired midway through, that's still your money. Yeah. You know, and some people can go like someone like if a Jose Mourinho came here, he could negotiate that, you know, because he has he knows he's a big name. He knows he's he draws attention. OK, so, so MLS so coaches forth. don't really have that kind of negotiating. Power. Caleb Porter ain't getting no guaranteed <laughs> contract. That's like not a, happening. It's like an NFL contract. Yeah, you know, no, you, we're going to give you one hundred million dollars. But right now we're just going to give give you two fifty. And if you, uh, you know, stub your toe, then I really mean, the contract is void. <laughs> I mean, man, are you even really a player anymore? So you need to keep up your end of the bargain. So if we fire you, we can't let you play football. <laughs> Are you really playing football? Are you really a football player? You know what I mean? I mean, that's on you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, I'm right here because yeah. you, have, you have CTE. I'm yeah, not yeah. <laughs> also, do we need to remind you of your name every day or every week? Where yeah. are you at with concussions? <laughs> Should your children play soccer instead of football? Probably. Probably. Uh, look, so there's a lot of uh, discussion on, on why it happened. Why did he resign? Uh, he, there's six games remaining in the season. Uh, this so, the last the, six games they've only taken three points. These are the these are a couple of the rumors I've heard. Uh, so uh, did you see this? Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, apparently is reported to uh, have an interest in Egypt. There's a, a team in Egypt that wants him to go there, uh, and they've been very public about that. And it, it's it's a possibility that he might actually leave LA Galaxy before next season to go to Egypt. To go to Egypt to play in Egypt. That's that's what I heard. That was the, one of the rumors. So I'm sure the money is astronomical. He's only making a milli, a 1.5, yeah, 1.5 here. Yes, that's MLS, but Visa Visa's taking care of him. Yeah, Visa's like, no, 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 not Egypt, not Egypt. Uh, how about right here? How about right the fuck here? Uh, how about SoCal United? How about you go play for them and you stay right here? Uh, but I mean, look, the money is going to be great in Egypt. I'm sure. What happened to the whole, I want to be, you know, uh, in, you know, with the lights and the sun and, and the beaches and what happened to all that? I don't know if he want, necessarily wants to leave, but it's clear that there's other offers. His agent's just trying to make another money, another, another check. Mino, Mino Raiola is his yeah, agent, Mino. right? So. Reno, Mar Mino Raiola. Mino Raiola. Mino Ariola. Uh, <laughs> that's a mean old Ariola. <laughs> so. I've seen some shit. So that, that, that was one of the things I heard. So I, 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 I saw that maybe last week and then I was like, all right, well, Siggy's living now, then maybe the concern from the galaxy is Siggy like... Siggy goes to Egypt. Siggy. <laughs> it all gets... <laughs> and we figured it all out. It's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Get it? Pyramid scheme? Works too well. Come on. So, but I saw that, and then... So now, Zlatan's not happy. So clearly, LA... Uh, the, so the galaxy are trying to keep him there. So I think that had... An influence, right. right? The fact that there's clearly interest interest from other teams. Uh, so, but like, if you're an LA Galaxy fan, do you even want slots on there? I mean, all he really does is run a little bit and jump for headers. I, he already has like what 13, 14 goals. Yes, you do want him there. It, it, no, you don't. Zlatan is not he's LA not Galaxy's problem. He's not getting better. He's not going to. He, no, he's, he's he's but he's better than a lot of the players on the team. He's the best player on the team. That's a bad thing. When oh, how old is he? Thirty five. 
Uh, I do, I, 35, 36. I'm 35 gonna surgery on both knees. That guy's your best player. Yeah, you messed up. Yeah, they, it, LA Galaxy are bad. No one's no one's defending that. Yeah, we. <laughs> so, but the issue is the that they do want to. They need to keep him for the next two years. From from a marketing standpoint, no, from a don't. quality standpoint, no, they don't. I, no, what they need to do. Any other team in MLS would take Zlatan. Zlatan's not the problem. Then let him go. Let him go to San Jose. Let so, him go elsewhere. He's not the reason. LA are bad. What I'm trying to say is who cares if he goes to Egypt? What you need to do is go back to what you were doing before. Their academy isn't all that isn't all that good anymore. They're not developing players. Go back to doing what you were doing before. Go get the local kids. Dude, you've got a new neighbor who's doing everything at a much bigger level. You need to go find. You went out and got bum-ass Gio Dos Santos. They went out and got killing it every week, Carlos Vela. I mean, you need to do be smarter. Stop spending all this money on his backline. That's trash. You need to start from scratch. I don't know what happened. They were the worst team last year. Y'all couldn't even rebuild. <laughs> y'all were the worst, and this is what y'all came up with. Yeah, it's a, it's a front office issue, right? Who's that? They don't I, even think they have a GM, do they? They do have a GM, uh, Chris something. I forgot his name. Uh, no, no, I think he's the vice president. I don't think he's the GM. I don't know. I, I don't know. We should know these things. Again, this is what do you mean? No more cool. Games. This is why you show up. So look, the, oh, Siggy, uh, no, Siggy Smith was the manager. I don't know if he was the GM. I forgot. I don't know who, who the GM uh, of uh, LA Galaxy are, but the, the there's clearly a, 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 from a fo- the foundation of LA Galaxy are, are bad and they're getting, they're getting surpassed very quickly by the other teams in the league. And they, th- I think they thought, Oh, we get, we get this big name. Uh, and, and that's always kind of been the strategy for LA for you know, the, the last couple of years, especially after David Beckham, let's get the big name, uh, big, like they just have no out- general manager. Okay, so I mean, somebody's clearly doing the job. Of, they need of to getting... hire someone. That's what they're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is it, Pete Vahanas? Yes. Yes. Right. That guy says they need to hire one. Chris Klein says they need to hire one. We'll go out and hire one. Yo, this is trash. All right. Well, I, I guess it was a Siggy Schmidt kind of deciding who the players were. I don't know if that was if that was his role as well. well apparently not. Because he was job. he was the GM. He was initially he was a GM last year. Right. And then he became coach. Tim just said, yep, no GM. Come on, son. Bang, bang. That's why we got this guy. <laughs> what guy? Who are you talking about? Tim. Tim, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm okay. Kel? I thought you were, you were looking at MLS. Okay. No. So the, clearly there's a, a, a lot of issues. And look, I just disagree with uh, Zlatan. It, he's a great player and he still has a couple years left. And he no, would, he doesn't. And he would be good Stop on, any, on any other team. No, you're lying. lying to people. I, well, I mean, he, he's going to be injured half the season. Get rid d- of him. D- Send him to Egypt. Double, Who cares? Double digit goals. Uh, the, the moment that he's provided against LAFC. All Moments these, of brilliance is having him on your team who worth those is, moments of brilliance. Who else is going to do it? The one else on the team is Ola doing Kamara it. would have been better without him there. He wasn't that great when before Zlatan got a, there. I think he's an over million dollar a year player. So what are we talking he, about? Uh, Kamara was great in Columbus look, and, brought, and look, not you great, beat, you not beat great in LA. Last second, it was an awesome game. That's it, why you got Zlatan. Was, He'll live in the infamy. Kamara, let's get rid of him. Kamara wasn't lighting it up before Zlatan got there this year. And so, that's not his fault. Yo, that's what about, I'm saying. It's not his fault. They're talking about Burhalter. Possibly coming in. That's one of the rumors. That is one of the but rumors. But he wants complete control. Berhalter, I think, played for LA Galaxy, right? Yes. One, we know he's from Jersey, so he's going to be out there just being gully as hell, okay? And his system is automatic, and his system could be taught to the youth players. His team's going bye-bye. Not for, hopefully not, right? But it looks like he's trying to maybe possibly get away from that whole mess, right, that's happening up in Columbus. 
Yo, the homie's going to go to L.A. He's going to install his system. Giassi's artist comes back, scores fucking 15. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ola Kamara probably scored 32 with him there. And look what's going to happen. All the kids in the youth are going to have that system. But Halter might be there forever if he doesn't go to the men's national team, which I'm pretty sure is still going to be Vermeer's. Okay. So, there, so there's a lot of rumors flying around, right? There's not. I just solved it all for you. <laughs> Get rid but of also, Slatan. Uh, I did want also, to- Slatan with Berhalter's system legitimately would be an incredible, an incredible Also, band. now Zlatan would be good all of a sudden. Yeah. And, <laughs> he made Giazzi's art as a right back for all fuck's sake. Uh, a multiple, uh, a double-digit goal scorer. Okay. So they, there were a lot of rumors. Uh, this one was one, probably one of my favorites because over the weekend, uh, we had uh, uh, the former uh, Manchester United manager and... Everton manager uh, just hanging out in uh, in Jersey, hanging just out, taking in, trains, uh, taking trains in New York. People were texting me like, "Yo, guess who's on my? Who, guess who's on my train?" Uh, David, David Moyes. Moyes yeah. David Moyes uh, was was out here in New York. Just I don't know, like you know, I, uh, Harlem shaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was he, out here eating a chopped cheese, <laughs> just like you know, he, he was, was just doing his he thing was everywhere. He's like, just yo, I'm, an I'm going to Brick City next. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to get a lay of the land. I'm trying to hide out a little bit, you know. <laughs> DMs is getting too hot in New York. <laughs> I just saying, people after me out here. Okay? <laughs> yo. yo, what was it? Eric Keating, yeah, was like, hey, welcome to New York. He's like, I got a place out here. Like he was mad, relaxed with it. He's like, I've been here before, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the so they. Moyes was he went to the US uh Brazil game. Yeah. Uh, he also went to the NYCFC DC United game. Yep. So uh I could maybe say hello uh, say hello to Wayne, you know, hang out with him a little bit. What up, Roan? But he just the cool thing was that he took the train out there and and then took the train back to his, I guess his hotel or place. He was like on the path. He was on the path. He was on uh he was on the six train. Yeah, he took the six <laughs> right next to J Lo. <laughs> okay. So David from the block yeah. <laughs> was out here. Uh and that, it was just so weird. Everyone just sending us photos like, yo, David Moise, David Moise, like all this, everywhere. Every- <laughs> yo, David Moise at a McDonald's. Okay. Yo, David yeah. Moise at this boat. We got, we got eyes on these streets, yeah. David. So we got shooters and watchers. <laughs> okay, you can't you can't walk around this city nah, without us knowing about it. He uh, walks into a bodega, yells, ah. <laughs> Boys out here, yo, Ock, make that make that ham and cheese quick. Trying to catch that crosstown bus. Yeah, so uh, how's he not have an Uber? You're David Moyes. Yo, look, nobody sees you in an Uber, David. No, I think it's I think it's great. That's he wants to be amongst the people. That's He's great. One of the peoples, but you know this is the benefit of coming to New York or the U.S. If you're a, you know international sort of name in soccer, you're not going to no, get recognized by nobody. everybody. Yeah, nobody really. I knows. mean, you get on the train with a bunch of people leaving a soccer game. People know who you are. Exactly. But if you just regularly on the train, they're like, yo, who's this creepy dude that's all one tone? <laughs> just all How's your hair and your skin the same, same color? It's creeping people out. <laughs> Sir, get off the train. Get some tan you in you. I know it's almost October, but man, <laughs> slow down. My dude, walk around a little bit. Maybe sit outside in Central Park, my guy. <laughs> also, don't open up that chopped cheese in here. We're all hungry. So... That was a, another rumor I heard of the list of possible LA Galaxy managers is about David Moyes. Why? Why? That's like yeah, a, I think he's gonna say no. You know why? There's no trains out there. Yo. You got <laughs> you barely got a subway system. Yeah, I ain't, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna sit in traffic. I want like, you want me to drive to Carson. I, nah, fuck I need to be here. shoulder to shoulder to yeah. my my people. I need to be amongst the GP, <laughs> the general public. <laughs> oh my God! So 
Gem pop. That's <laughs> another one was Thierry Henry, uh, LA Galaxy manager. Yeah, he's right? always around though. Yeah. So the for, for the interim manager is going to be Dom Kinnear, Dominic Kinnear, uh, who who just managed the San Jose Earthquakes. San Jose was fired. Fired for being bad at yeah. that <laughs> job, and then just drives down state, <laughs> gets like, himself a pretty cushy job, <laughs> and now he Mike Pence's his way into the uh, just kind of sits back and lets Shiggy do his own thing. Yeah. So. So it's looking like um, I, I don't know if this is going to be the resolution that LA needs to f- make it into the playoffs. Seattle and uh, Portland l- are looking like they're not going to give up that those fifth and sixth sp- spots unless something crazy happens. But shouts to Portland for making changes in the lineup, man. Gio Severacy got no chill. Sure. Oh Gio yeah. He's like, oh, you think you earned the spot? That's mad cute, <laughs> my guy. That's right. We did scrub get- his name off the board. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me the wrong yo, way. Yo, carry my bag, Armenteros. <laughs> Get up out of here. <laughs> so uh, we'll see. So we'll see what's gonna happen. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it was a bit of a shock to to a lot of people. So he looked at me wrong. <laughs> He's telling hey. someone else. <laughs> He's not even looking at. How I don't he, like the way this dude right here looked at me. That's how he makes his coaching decisions. I don't yo, know. <laughs> Damn, y'all. He spent a lot of time with the Cosmos. I mean, look. We've heard more. I, we've heard ridiculous reasons to leave somebody off the lineup, right? Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Shelton and Mike. Lopez just being on Snapchat, just <laughs> yeah. having a little fun. Instagram story gets you <laughs> booted off the 18. So uh, I, I wouldn't be so surprised. So uh, so let's talk about uh, uh, let's talk about another Los Angeles Galaxy legend who was there for a, a year and a half, I think. Um, Jermaine Jones. Hey, Jermaine Jones uh, retired. Uh, announces his retirement uh, from soccer, and I honestly. I thought he retired last year. Yeah. I was very surprised. That LA Galaxy did. fans thought he retired <laughs> a long time ago, right when he got there. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he retired as soon as he, he picked up his fourth red card of the season yeah. uh, <laughs> in his last MLS in year. Two games, very <laughs> difficult to do. It's very difficult to do. The ref, the ref makes a lot. They made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> anyway, how did he never get one of those red cards? You get like in the locker room after the game, or like in the parking lot? Oh, sure. How did he not get one? I, I guess he looked. Maybe he kept, he's like a very chill guy off the field. He kept it. All between the lines. Yeah. You know? What's the ninety? What's the whistle blew for the final? He was just like, so, "Hey, man, that was really great out there." You know? <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. How, how the kids? I, I know. Right? I really love the way I two footed you. You really. It's <laughs> like wrestlers. You really, you really handle. Like, <laughs> you did a good job there. <laughs> we. You know what? At least we put on a show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Jermaine Jones re- retires. What was your first uh, reaction to it? Uh, my first thought was the goal against Portugal. Yes. And how incredible that moment was. But then you also look back, someone who played in the Bundesliga, Premier League, MLS, you know, uh, always did his own thing. I really respect the way he speaks. I really respect the fact that he's like, nah, you know what? If you're going to be mad at me for telling the truth, then just be mad at me because I'm not going to lie for the purpose of, of helping you. You know, the thing about Jordan Morris, I know that pissed off a lot of people, but honestly, I'm like, yo, we need to, we need to know these things as fans. It's more, it's enough I like to me, it's like enough with this whole idea that they're like these altar boys over there. You know what I mean? For me, it's like, Yo, put out the real. Like, what is it that's really happening? And, and he, he's one of those dudes. He did exactly that all and the he time. He goes on Instagram Live, and we're kind of famous for being like, <laughs> well, I'm going to find a way to take this off there so, uh, and share it to the world. So he did go, uh, this was last year, late last year. He Full uh, ham? Full <laughs> ham. He went on Instagram Live, and uh, once Jordan Morris uh, announced that he was. Werder Bremen. Alberta, uh, he wasn't going to go. Bremen to, wanted to sign him. Yes. And he was like, nah, I'm going to stay with Seattle. So we, so there was we a, were critical. 
critical of that move. Yeah, yeah. I called him soft. You did. I, I did not. I, did, I didn't go that far. But. I know. Well, that's you. But uh, <laughs> Matt Doyle uh, kind of came on our show and gave us a different viewpoint of it. And he was like, why? Why is that soft? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was a really good back and forth. Yeah. Let's just say Jermaine Jones on so Team Alexis. J- just, for, just for the sake of a, a throwback, uh, let's play. There, there's probably some people who did not hear uh, Jermaine Jones talking about uh, Jordan uh, about Jordan Morris. Right. So I just want to play that for everyone just so they can, uh, yeah, just so they can go, hear it. Go back down mem- memory lane. You can call me, vote me to please call Jordan Morris. I called Jordan Morris and I talked with him. And, and I asked him, I said, I know that Veta Bremen really wants you, and you can play there, and you have the opportunity. You never know what comes after you play already Bundesliga. You can go farther. He said, you know what? I want to go home. My dad is a doctor in Seattle, and my mom, they bought me and my girlfriend, a dog, and all kind of stuff. I was, really? I'm like, why you go the easy way if you have the chance, you know? There's so many kids out there. They would love to go this way, but why we go always? So wow, <laughs> I still get upset thinking about that damn dog. <laughs> that was a that episode is that episode is one of the more fun episodes I remember recording. That yeah. was we had a really good. We time. shared a lot of opinions that day. <laughs> but it's just the, just the fact that you know, and we talked about this uh, regarding J- uh, Jimmy Conrad. Remember about yeah. like people that are very vocal about U.S. soccer and the U.S. men's national team and what what the standards should be and how everybody should put, push themselves to be as, as as good as they can be. Uh, and Jermaine Jones did exactly that, even though this might have been like wild personal and egregious, you know, (laughs) maybe, maybe disrespectful in some, but he's sharing his opinion. Yes. You know, he's not saying that we're the ones, right? I remember Christian very clearly saying that Jordan Morris was soft. Like we're the ones who (laughs) put that on it. He's not saying, let's go to the tape. (laughs) (laughs) You can hear now. I don't have much of a beard and Jordan Morris is up. There it is right there. Did I, did I call him soft or myself (laughs) soft? I don't know what I did there. Uh, Well, you said you related to it. So (laughs) what I'm saying is like, you know, Jermaine Jones came out and said, here's what happened. And it surprised me. And this is a symptom of American soccer and, and where we are. And I, to some degree, I, I still don't disagree with him a hundred percent. You know, I don't, I don't think I don't mind when players stay home, but to some degree, if there is a chance to go somewhere that makes you a better soccer player, and that's going to help the U S men's national team, that was that, that conversation was before that was right after the world cup, right? We, we didn't qualify. Was that before that was after this was in October. Yeah. So this was after, Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was all the reaction to the U S men's national yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And we're seeing like what we saw against Brazil, which we'll talk in the next segment. You know, we have some really great uh, players, but we certainly need more and we need more forwards, right? Dave Sarakin said it himself. He's a forward. These are all things that are symptoms of what's happening in the U S men's national team. And he came out and was like, well, let me give you an example of why this might be happening. Yeah. He was, this he- is shit that we don't hear about. And that's, you know, I'm putting this on, all the reporters. We have all these reporters that are doing great jobs, yeah. right? The athletic is amazing. Find out what's going on with all the players' dogs Yo, and if, if they love them or not. Dog, 
We need to know about it. And if that four-legged object is the reason they don't go play in Bundesliga, you need to be reporting on that. Is that what we're doing? Just make Jermaine Jones your source. Is that what's holding us back? It's just puppies? All these canines are just keeping us from being the best soccer nation in the world? Just a bunch of doggos. Doggos? I don't know how you say it. All right. All these. You know what it is? It's all these dog Instagram accounts that are... Keeping, they're holding soccer back. These damn dogs. <laughs> you got to stop loving them so much. Yeah. I mean, it's f- understandable to love them. You need to become immune to the love of a puppy. <laughs> yes, we know. Look, that- it made me so successful. <laughs> you, you, I get that they're very soft and, and they show so much love and they're caring. But and so we don't I. And we don't deserve them. But still. So you, is Christian and I. Love keep, us. Keep them at arm's length. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please, we'll love you. <laughs> so uh, it, it is. Uh, it, 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 it's not even not this. It's like this weird thing. You're like you're not really sad to see him go. He was. It wasn't like he was like just playing. He was out. I mean, he wasn't getting a contract. I mean, I think part of it. I think he still c- wanted to continue playing, uh, but that wasn't. Uh, I, thought, an I thought the rumor was that they offered him a contract. That they asked him to stay there. Who's they? Werder Bremen. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. We're talking about Jordan Morris. No, no, we're talking about Jermaine Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, just he was done. He's yeah, done. he was done. Okay. So it was just, it's just like, you know, Clint Dempsey announces his retirement a couple of days uh, prior. And then now Jermaine Jones is like, all right, now let's make this about me. Forget yeah. Deuce. <laughs> I just want to play a one week longer than Clint Dempsey. Uh, but he, obviously, Jermaine Jones did not get the same amount of praise and love. I mean, they're, they're different types of players. Yeah. Clint Dempsey. Also, Clint Dempsey played a little bit longer in both the men's national team and in MLS. So sure. Uh, the, and you know, Jermaine Jones being a dual national probably plays a little bit into that, but he wasn't a little bit less of a connection. There is a great article on the athletic about why Jermaine Jones was so important. And, uh, and he, he was the, the, the tough guy, the, the, the tough conquer calf dude that did the things, the dirty work to, to help us qualify to, to previous world cups. So no, he was a great player for us. It's, Arguably, I could say that we don't really have that kind of person anymore. I would even say he's the most important dual national that's ever played for our team. That's fair. I, I don't have a long list to compare him to. Uh, Timmy Chandler, really? I mean, there's a little <laughs> bit of a drop off there. So, uh, Fabian Johnson? Yeah. Uh, so, the... I, when I look forward, I'm like, oh, who, who might be that person in the future? That tough... Uh, Tyler Adams, maybe? Uh He's Tyler still young, Adams, but gonna be great. I don't know how, like, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue that he's not tough, but oh, no, he's when, tough when you shit. think of Jermaine Jones, you don't think of like, you don't, you don't, he's not a wild animal like Jermaine Jones. No, but you know what though? I feel like Jermaine Jones needed to do that. I think a lot of the players that we have now are similar in the ilk to like a Clint Dempsey, which is like, I'm not going to go out and attack you, but I'm also not going to take any shit. Like, I'll mush somebody. I'll rip a ref's, you know, notebook up right now. <laughs> well, don't like, do that, guys. Please. <laughs> please do that. We need more of that. But, like, Weston McKenney's not taking anybody's shit. Tyler Adams ain't taking anybody's shit. You know, I, I think I'm really happy with where the, the youth okay. development is right now. We'll see. Well, uh, well, the DeAndre Yedlin ain't taking. You saw him this weekend. <laughs> well, we did. saw. Yeah, we saw it over the we weekend. We did saw it. We did. We saw it over the weekend. But uh, they also the U.S. didn't touch the ball, basically. Uh, and hopefully they have. Hey, he was like, yo, did you watch the World Cup? <laughs> to the ref? <laughs> Which is great. So Come on, DeAndre. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. But the, the we'll see this this podcast. You'll be hearing it after, uh, you know, the U.S. Mexico. Game, so we we're recording it before that, so we don't know exactly what so happened in that one. Mexico, we beat Mexico's <laughs> maybe six, six, seven. Yeah, oh, I said, just um, let RSL play them. But 
Excuse me. So we're going to um, let's move on to our next segment because yeah. we uh, we're super excited. We're going to be joined uh, by Matt Beasler. What? Of Sporting Kansas City. How come no one told me? That's amazing. <laughs> Alexis, this is Matt. Oh. Put on your put on your pants. Matt oh, Beasler's coming. I'm like, oh, my God. They just won't go on. <laughs> so uh, we're super excited about that. And uh, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk to him about. Uh, so we'll be right back with Matt Beasler after this. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the episode. We just have a little word from one of our sponsors, SeatGeek. SeatGeek is back looking out for us, looking out for you. All right. Yeah. Are they, look, there's a, you know, U.S. men's national team games. Well, they're about Friendly. to play Colombia. They're about to play. Well, they just played Mexico. That's right. right. They just played Mexico. How'd you get tickets to that? How'd you get tickets if to that? If you didn't use the app and put it in, go to SeatGeek on your phone and put in the code COOLIGANS, were you being smart at all? Yeah, you probably that's probably the main concern. We're concerned about your intelligence. Yeah, I mean, look, guess what? Let's say you're in Nashville, right? Let's say you're walking around, be like, yo, I want to go to the game tonight. The app knows what's around you. It's going to pick that up. And guess what? You want a good deal? Bruh, it does. It searches all those other websites and all those other ticket sellers to find you the best deal, presents it to you. And if you're a first-time user, you put in the code COOLIGANS, it's going to give you $20 off. $20 off. And I mean, it's not even just soccer games. It's uh, concerts. It's other events, other oh, sporting sh- events. The NFL is back. That inferior sport that you might yeah. want to go to. Might, might want to go see a game. They, yeah, maybe you want to go see what those other what that other sport is. You know, <laughs> I don't think I want to be here for four hours <laughs> and watch a bunch of timeouts. True. But if you do want to go to it, all you have to do is put in Cooligans and you're going to get $20 off if that's your first order. That's right. And you know you're going to get the best and, price. And that's right. And download the Seeky app. It's so easy to use. It's incredibly, it's a nice and streamlined. It's a good user interface. I'm an IT nerd, so I'm very like impressed with it. Their so. user interface or UI, very good. Huh? Look, See, look I learned a thing guy. or two. Huh? Not bad. My head hurts now, but it was good. <laughs> Here's the thing. Do you want to go searching every website for the best deal, or do you just want something that's going to tell you right away? I mean, that's the SeatGeek app. So download that SeatGeek app, put in code COOLIGANS, and if it's your first time using that app, bruh, we're giving you $20 off. Yeah, baby, we're back. We are back, and this is what uh, a special treat. This is so exciting. Uh, we, you know what? We haven't had a player on for a little bit. You that's know? The, that's false because I'm here every week, baby. I'm a player. <laughs> that's right. We, we <laughs> he fu- can hear us right now, and he's like, "I thought these guys were comedians." <laughs> we've been. I, I, What's I, this bullshit? <laughs> I feel like every time we've uh, like had like we've traveled and we've met a couple players and here and there, but like just have someone like just right on the podcast, like uh, like like the old days. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have a player call in. You know, they're driving to practice is what we do, right? This is when we get them in trouble because they say I answer their questions too honestly. So uh, welcome, everyone, to the show. Uh, the the captain of the sport of sport in Kansas City. Right. Uh, just a just a, a soccer, I want to say an American soccer legend. I think he's he's climbing those ranks to get there. Oh, for sure. I mean, this guy's got a lot of caps. That's you right. Know what I mean? A lot of caps. Uh, please, everyone, welcome. Unless you're driving, Unless put your <laughs> hands together for the one, the only Matt Beasler. Hey, Matty. How you guys doing? I am driving. I'm driving home from practice right now, so I will not be clapping for myself. <laughs> yeah, please don't clap for yourself. Very dangerous unless you're at a red light. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is a, yeah. This is not the way you want to go. Uh, not on this podcast. Please don't let it be our fault. I can I can honk the horn if you guys want me to. But yeah, give us a good one. All right, hold on, hold on. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There oh, you go. Right, I did it. I was hoping Matt Beasler had like a a pickup truck. A pickup <laughs> truck. <laughs> 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 I do. I do. I do. I'm driving a pickup. Are you really? Apparently the horn is uh, a little weak. Not that loud. Yeah, a little weak. We got to trade that bad boy in. Get yourself a new horn. Yeah, I need a semi truck. That's what I need. (laughs) One of those horns you pull the strap down from the top. (laughs) What's it? What's it like 
playing uh, for for a team that is as especially in a home stadium like uh, you know the the blue cauldron as they call themselves uh, you know the what's the waiting list for these season tickets 40 50 years it's ridiculous <laughs> what's it feel like playing something like that being someone who grew up as an American soccer player that's new I mean I know everyone talks about Atlanta then they used to talk about Seattle Kansas City is one of those that they scrapped it and, and they completely redid it and it's working really well what's that feel like for you yeah, I mean it's it's amazing to to see the loyalty that we have here in Kansas City, and um, you know I, I think that I have a, a a unique perspective in that you know I started out playing I was a rookie ten years ago, and uh, the league was different ten years ago, and so I've kind of see it grow, and and I've seen the changes, and one of the big things that I always tell people is in the early days, um, for one, you didn't get recognized as much when you're when you're out and about out in the city. Uh, but if you did get recognized, it was more of a, Oh, Hey, how you doing? Like you play for Kansas city, right? You play for sporting. And it's like, Oh yeah, you know, I do. And, um, Oh yeah. So great to meet you. Like, all right, we'll see you later. And, <laughs> and now it's, it's totally transformed into, um, for one, you get recognized, you know, way more often than, than, than before, but it's the, the fans are just so much more knowledgeable about everything. And, and so it's not like, oh, hey, are you Matt Beasler? Um, don't, don't you play for sporting? It's like, hey, Matt, great game on Saturday night, and we were there, and that play you made in the 57th minute to save the goal, like, oh, that was unbelievable. Um, you know, good luck next week against San Jose. And, I mean, they're just, like, so much more tuned in and, and the details. And, and so that's probably been the biggest change, but – it's uh, it's been awesome to experience firsthand for sure. And and I, I imagine that is a factor in because I, I I've read a lot that you were getting interest and in a lot of offers from from European clubs and just uh just uh, just out of out of MLS, you know you you've it seems seemingly have made the decision to to start and end your career in, in Major League Soccer. Yeah, you just signed a five year contract, right? You want to be there for the long term, apparently. And, and I imagine <laughs> how how great Kansas City is has been helpful playing, you know, near where you grew up and all, all those things. But it, what has been the what what was the like? I guess the main factor in that decision because I know for a lot of players, and we, we talk about it a lot, where uh, especially men's national team players, where some people are critical. Of like, hey, we want our men's national team players to go uh, abroad and play in Europe. And why, what was the factor in, in, in making that decision to stay? Well, it's, it's different for everybody. And it's just every player is, is different and every player is in a, a um, different situation. And so it's, it's impossible for, for people to, like, categorize, you know, people and put them in the same group and say, oh, well, if you're a national team player, then you have to go and play in Europe. And it just, you have to look at it on a, on an individual basis. And I think age plays a, a very big factor, um, where you're at in your career. I think if you're at the beginning of your career, uh, it would make sense more to go over to Europe because you have more room for air. Like Europe is, it, it's hard to make it in Europe. We all know that. Um, there's, there's a lot of different factors for that, but when you're when you're young and you have years to, to kill uh, and, and years to develop, then and you know it, it makes more sense. Where if you're in the prime of your career or if you're in the later stages of your career, then you know you, you have to be you know more calculated 
um, in, in making those decisions because, you know, you can't afford to go over there and not play for a year. You know, yeah. you can't afford to go over there and, you know, the coach gets fired and then the new coach comes in and now you're not playing and now you have to go on loan and now you're not getting regular games. And, you know, it's just, it just depends on, on where you're at in your career. And so for me specifically, I was at a stage in my career where I felt like I was right in the middle of my career. Um, we had just kind of embarked on this, this huge project with Sporting Kansas City. We had just rebranded. You know, we were, we were selling out our stadium. We were building and building on the field, off the field. And I, didn't, I wasn't ready to give that up yet. You know, I feel like I was just now starting that project and, you know, I was, I, I played a part in that project and I, and I wasn't finished in, in building that. And so, um, you know, very prideful to be playing in Kansas city, to be a part of the project. And I just, I wasn't ready to give that up. And, um, you know, to be, to be frank with you guys too, there, there wasn't, there wasn't the right option, um, anywhere else. You know, I, I explored certain opportunities, but at the end of the day, um, none of them really made sense. And, and Kansas city for me was, was the right place to continue. All right. See, I thought you were just going to say it was because of the barbecue. You know what I mean? That's good enough reason. <laughs> they ain't got good barbecue and turkey. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I said, hey, I said there was a lot of factors in the decision. <laughs> now, that might have been one. That is true. <laughs> you would think there would be good barbecue in, you know, in Turkey because it's named Turkey. Anyway. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> you know what? We're supposed to be comedians here. <laughs> the bar is very low for us, I think. What is, I mean, all right. So you've seen a lot. You've seen a lot in Kansas City. I mean, you're probably yeah. going to have a statue there at some point. I mean, you, you really are. You're stalwart. We had one of the questions from the fans. They wanted to know, um, how does it feel winning a U.S. Open Cup, and do you think it compares to winning an MLS Cup? Well, f to answer the first one, yeah, it feels amazing. Uh, that's that's why we play as players, to to win. And, and to compare it to an MLS Cup, it's, it's different for sure. But they're both – I don't want to know – I don't want to say equally – because they, they were different, but, you know, they were right. They were on par with each other. You know, I think anybody that, that says, oh, well, Open Cup, it doesn't really mean as much. And I, I don't view it as that at all. I, I think that's crazy. You yeah, know, the 100-year competition yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so for yeah, you, a trophy like, is a trophy is a trophy. A trophy is a trophy. Um, you know, I, I just think that's – it's very – I don't know. It's very American to say, oh, well – you know, the, the cup doesn't matter. And really it's about the playoffs and well, yeah, like the playoffs are important too, but I mean, why, why would we play this competition? Um, if it didn't mean anything, like if you're in the competition, why wouldn't you play to win? Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's the goal, right? It's like, say that to, you know, the, the, the there was a meme after you guys won the open cup uh, against the Red Bulls where, uh, was a Sasha question crying. It became like the, it became like the yeah. popular meme. So like, yeah, it's all, it replaced the Jordan crying meme for a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> and this is, we were doing that. That's how I know. <laughs> well, that. okay. So here's the other thing too. So, um, I mean, one of the, one of our main goals is always to get into champions league. That's like, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment um, all over the world. Like, how do you get into Champions League? And for us, one of the ways you get into Champions League is winning the Open Cup. Another way is to win MLS Cup. And so when you when you think about it like that, like, well, yeah, they are equal. I mean, both of them get you into Champions League. That's what you're trying to do. 
There you go. And uh, on on a more somber note, uh, let's talk about the World Cup that just passed because oh boy. the U.S. men's national team did not uh, get the opportunity to go. And uh, you were one of the players in uh, playing in that last game in the qualifiers. I know this is it's 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 a, it's generally like for the last like couple months. I think I, I think after this World Cup, we've we've sort of been uh, on a reconstructive sort of place where we're like, yeah. all right, well, how do we how do we not let that happen again? But you yep. know, we, we we haven't spoken to anyone uh, specifically who was there and how that felt. I know it's obviously negative, but yeah, how- Bruce Arena won't return our phone calls. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> but but in general, how do you feel? Uh, how did you feel then, and how do you feel now? I I felt terrible. Uh, I felt embarrassed and ashamed, and like I let a lot of people down. I feel like I let the entire country down. So. It was a difficult moment for sure. Uh, it's, I think it's always going to stick with me. Um, you know, I don't think I'll ever 100% get over it. Um, I also think that, you know, everything that, that needed to be said has already been said, you know, there's, (laughs) there, there's only so many ways that you can describe, you know, what happened, you know, embarrassing and you know difficult and you know you feel terrible and all all that's true um you know and at some point that's never really going to change and so what i think has happened over the last couple months is that people are are finally you know i don't want to say forgiving because i don't think we'll ever be forgiven um for for not qualifying uh but they're they're starting to move on and that has been you know um that has been a positive step, I think, for everybody. Um, I think it's very important. Um, you know, we, we can't go back and change what happened. And so now it's all about, you know, answering the question, well, what are we going to do about it? Um, and, and I truly believe that there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of this, for sure. Yeah, I, I think people are forgiving. The, maybe people are not forgiving the team, but they're they're forgiving players individually, like one at a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? we're going down the we're going down the eighteen, <laughs> and eventually yeah. we'll get down. Because to I mean, look, we have seen the you know how Michael Bradley's being treated at almost every stadium. Yeah. He goes Josie to. too. Josie yeah. getting they they're yeah. getting booed and and when you play against TFC, do you also boo? You're like, yeah, guys, boo them, not me. Remember them. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, there you go. Okay, no comment. You you should have at yeah. least gotten an all expense paid trip. The whole team should have got one to Panama at the very least, right? Those guys made it into the World Cup. Well, so the thing is, and so I mean, all the focus is on the Trinidad game, right? Yeah. Um, and then, look, I understand it. That's it's that's part of it. Like, there's no excuse that you know we should be able to go down to Trinidad, no matter the circumstance, no matter the conditions. And, and get a result, you know, like we, we should be able to do that. And, and we didn't, um, and, and we should pay the consequences for that. But, you know, all this focus on just this game. And, um, I think you really, you have to take a step back and, um, yeah, I mean, it was that game that that was the final game where we didn't qualify, but at the end of the day, we didn't qual. it was a 10 game qualification process. Right. Yeah. And so, um, there, there were many missed opportunities. It wasn't just that Trinidad game. Like in soccer, you guys should know this, like anything can happen, right? When it's yeah. one game, it's, it's soccer. Like sometimes it's such an unfair game. And, and I think, you know, we, 
we should have never been in that situation where you needed to go down to a country like Trinidad and, and for one final game and have to get a result. I think that was the issue because anything can happen. You know, I think it was, you know, really the missed opportunities earlier on in the process um, that that really came back to bite us. Yeah, I mean, there was there's more than that for sure, and I think that's yeah. something that a lot of the fans look at and go because of what you said. We could go down there and get a result. Typically, you expect that. So to have that happen, that becomes sort of the scapegoat moment for a for lot sure. of other for ills sure. for sure. Um, but, but yeah, yeah, for sure. But moving on, like we talked a little bit about you signed a five year contract. Congratulations, by the way. And you know, uh, you're definitely going to be in Kansas City for the long haul. What do you see yourself doing after? You know, what do you see yourself as helping develop the potential next center backs for the men's national team coming out of Kansas City? Do you want to be a part of the game in that way? Or do you think of yourself as someone who's going to take a step back? That's a great question. Um, and I, I don't I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't want to answer that because I'm still fully committed to to being a professional soccer player. And I. I really believe that I have a lot of good years left in me. And so, um, I don't know. I feel like I would be doing myself a disservice if I spent like a lot of time actually thinking about and brainstorming like, Oh, you know, I'd like to do this. And, um, I've been heavily inspired by Tom Brady and what he's been doing with, uh, with his age. And, and so, and his Uggs, yeah, and his Uggs, very comfortable I mean, shoes. What? That's what you're inspired by. <laughs> Imagine yeah, think, you're the first uh, soccer player to get know, Uggs I, with with studs. If, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think any guy that's that's entering, you know, as a veteran, like you should look at Tom Brady and be like, I I want to be the Tom Brady of soccer. Like, why can't I play until I'm forty? And yeah, yeah. marry a supermodel and wear Uggs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are all very achievable things, apparently. <laughs> very aspirational. Yeah. That's just uh, totally fair. Uh, a couple, uh, there's a couple questions I had about um, uh, a, a few things. So there, uh, what was this? Early, early this year, your teammate, uh, Graham Zuzzi, uh, he made... Uh, did the unthinkable. Did the unthinkable. He cut his very gorgeous long hair uh and i know on the internet that became uh, he became like this new hipster meme you know it was his, hipster graham zuzzi what was the reaction when he cut his hair in the locker room um i don't think anybody was shocked really <laughs> close to him uh knew that that he wanted to or he had been wanting to cut it for a while um, but when we first saw him, yeah, I mean, we were, we were shocked to see him. You know, I don't think we were shocked by his decision. We were just shocked. Like it almost looked like we had a new teammate. Oh yeah. yeah you were like, <laughs> so that was, uh, get out of here. Yeah. yeah it's Graham's locker. <laughs> you put him through like yeah, a like, rookie hey, hazing process. Like, <laughs> are you the new off season signing? Are you, <laughs> are you DP? Yeah. <laughs> new DP. <laughs> this is, I hate the, these South Americans coming here, taking yeah. all the designated players. He should have walked in with like Mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a new player. Hey, I think he looks great though. He does. Know? I mean, there's nothing he could do. I don't do know if I'm one to judge, but I think he looks good. That's, that's the thing with uh, a lot of times when, uh, when guys like, uh, shave their beards and cut their hair and sort of go with that new look and and then people are like hey you look good then then sometimes like well what did i look like before yeah <laughs> so that, yeah that's true <laughs> was that he looks good both ways he, he he's the guy he can pull off anything Okay. So, I mean, look, Graham apparently, you know, is doing his, uh, his, his keeping himself fresh looking and young uh, in his time off. You, on the other hand, you and one of your teammates have started 
somewhat of sort of like an athletic clothing brand. Is that right? That is correct. It's called States. That's right. So you and uh, Seth Sinovic. Uh, yeah. Correct. Who, uh, who you, I guess you guys uh, grew up playing soccer together, right? We did. Yeah, me and Seth, we were both originally from Kansas City. We both started playing on the same club soccer team when we were in second grade. And we continued playing with that same team all the way through our senior year of high school, which I think is very rare because nowadays like people just jump around and play with a bunch of different teams. So we played together from, from second grade to our senior year in high school. And then we both went away for college. Played at, uh, I played at Notre Dame. Seth played at Creighton. And then we were rejoined back in Kansas City, and we've played the last nine seasons together. So um, I'll let you guys do the math on how many years of playing together that is. But uh, we, have a, we have a very long history on the field together. How, how? I just did the math, and it's a lot. So <laughs> A lot. Sure. Good answer. There you go. And what's the, what's the chemistry like on the field? Do you ever get to a point where, like, like Seth, we've played together so long. You know where I'm going to be. You know where to put the ball. Why are you making mistakes? Or you're like, bro, you've been doing this since you were nine. When are you going to learn? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a mixture of both of those sentiments. But uh, uh, we 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 played different positions when we were younger. Seth was actually our striker. He was he was the fastest kid on the field, and so he would just stand up at the half field line and wait for us to pull the ball over the top and he'd just run it down and score goals. And that was his deal. So and we've, that- we've, uh, we've gradually, um, moved farther and farther back on the field. And now we're finally <laughs> playing defenders together. Yeah. Now you, you, now you can finally hold hands on the yeah, field. Yeah. <laughs> so what yeah, you've tried right. to do since you were children. <laughs> so, uh, I'm curious. So, uh, it seems like you and Seth, uh, have clearly have a good uh, friendship and now he's clearly roping you into his business ventures, uh, with States. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, why did it, why did this even happen? Why did you guys create States? So it, it was a long process, but, the, the easiest way to describe what really happened was uh, me and Seth, along with two other of our childhood friends, Ryan Van Gothen and Daniel Curley, we were basically just sitting around in our basement um, and we were probably drinking some beer too. And we all just said like, hey, we need to start a soccer company. We, we need to do it. It's something that we've we're all connected to the game and, you know, we've always talked about doing it. Like what can we possibly do um, to, and what can we create? And so we started like brainstorming, just hanging out together in the basement. And uh, we had all these different ideas and we talked about them. And um, at the end of the day, through, you know, the connections that we had and, and some of the, the people that we talked with a, a lifestyle athletic clothing brand um, was our best option. And so, that's when the process started and it took about a year, year and a half. And we finally been able to officially launch uh, a couple of weeks ago. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very exciting and we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes. You know, I think that we've, we've had a lot of good feedback early on and, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. And uh, right now, like I'm uh, l- just looking at some of the clothing, it is, uh, it's very, it's, it's very plain. It's very like low key. You're not really trying to like, uh, uh, put like a big ass logo all over your chest. And it stuff just like says that. States across the arm, which is kind of dope. And it does seem like there's a lot of grays and blues and blacks, which is cool. It feels yeah. like you're going out to grab a bite, but then if somebody kicks a ball at you, you could also play the game. <laughs> 
Well, I, that was the whole that was the whole concept. The the design was, and and, and I'll say this too is is you know, this is our first, our first line. And so, you know, we wanted to start out with, you know, something simple and basic. And so that's why you're seeing, you know, a lot of the grays and the blacks. Um, we do have a lot of cool ideas to, uh, to start introducing some color, um, which we will do in the, in the near future. But, you know, the, the concept was at least for us right now, you're a soccer player or if you're an ex soccer player, or if you're just a fan, um, how do you show that, you know? And, and we just felt like there's only so many opportunities in your, in your everyday life to kind of show off that, Hey, you know, soccer's a part of my life or I play soccer or, you know, I'm a fan. And, you know, it was, it was the once a week on Wednesday nights when you get to go and play in the the men's league. You know that's when you get to be a soccer player, or you know Saturday morning when you watch the Premier League and you get to wear your Arsenal jersey. There, there's there's limited opportunities for people in America. You know we feel uh, for for them to express their love for the game, and so we're trying to create something that you can you can wear every single day in your life, um, anytime, anywhere, you know, you can go to the grocery store or you can go to the movies or you can go on a date or, you know, you can just chill at home and on your couch. And, you know, is there something to wear that kind of says and makes you feel like, yeah, I'm a soccer player or I love this game or I used to play or, you know, all these different things, these emotions that you get, because I think we all, we all have love for the game and, and we all kind of experience it in a different way, but we want to be able to, to share, you know, that love and that emotion um, of the game. And so, yeah, we're, we're trying to create something um, that you can actually wear and that you can show and that you can live every single day. That'd be so cool to just be on a date and be like, Hey, a soccer game broke out, baby. I'm just- yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you just wait till the food gets you. I'll be right back. <laughs> And that's, that's right. Like, tell me what happens at the beginning of this movie, and I'll just. Be well, back. you know what? I I think the cool thing about the soccer players is, is is we can kind of like go back and forth. Like you can wear you can wear like your training soccer top, um, to dinner, and then like you guys said, if a game pops up, like you can just hop over and start playing. Like I don't think like any other sport you can really do that, but like soccer players, I don't know, have that ability to kind of cross over and you know from like off the field on the field. Yeah, I can't imagine a hockey player is bringing that big ass bag of theirs and sticks exactly. on a exactly. date. What's up? Oh, sorry, this is going to take up two seats, but I need to put this down in case somebody you know tackles me or checks me against the boards. That's awesome. Well, I'm actually just curious. Why is uh, why did you guys choose the name States? That that's a great question. We 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 kept coming back to the name. Uh, we wanted something simple, and we wanted something that represented American soccer. Um, because like I said earlier on, you know, I think in other parts of the world, they've already had, they already have this established culture and it's already part of, you know, everyday life. Like those situations that I talked about, about going to the grocery store or the movies, or, I mean, there's, there's people that represent soccer while doing that in other parts of the world. And, and I think here in America, uh, we're still so young um, as a, as a game. And so we're still really searching for who we are. 
And so we're, we're trying to give, you know, that, that voice to American soccer. And, um, the other thing that that's pretty cool too, is that, you know, a lot of times, uh, we are viewed from people outside of America as the States, you know, especially in soccer. Like when somebody refers to, um, the U S or America, it's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Back in the States or, you know, those guys are from the States and and that that aspect was really cool that's kind of what stuck out uh, yeah. Um, but yeah like i said at the end of the day we just come, kept coming back to it and and we really liked it that's awesome because it, it, this this podcast that we started we have we've sort of been th- these very strong like american soccer stands right so i like that yeah. mentality cuz there isn't uh from the comedy perspective we, we've been doing comedy a long time and what usually happens is people usually make fun of soccer that's usually what we have to deal with yeah so. that's what everyone thought when we started too they thought we were just going to make fun of the game and we're like no we're going to poke fun at it because we love it you know we're season yeah. ticket holders to mls like we we want to support American soccer and have it grow. And also it's enough. Like we were tired of being the ones who like, we're supposed to be embarrassed that we like American soccer. Nah, son, not anymore. Like we're going to, we're going to stand real hard for it. And you guys are doing the same thing with yeah. the brand. So people can check that out. You can go to states.soccer, which is kind of cool. Dot yeah, soccer. Yeah. You really guys are representing when that's the end of your yeah. HTML. I, I, I just, I just want to hear uh, Matt Beasler. Can you say nah, son? <laughs> Nah, son. Yeah, <laughs> sounds so good with that slight Midwestern That's right. accent. Repping American soccer all day. Uh, we have a, a couple questions. Yeah, I got I got that Midwest draw. <laughs> yeah, you do, but it works. Uh, I've been told. We yeah. have a, a a couple questions from uh, uh, some of our listeners. Uh, shout out to this is uh, Dan Kuzer, a fr- friend of the show. He's uh, from uh, from Kansas City, from Topeka. He's actually the one who uh, did the he graffitied the 2017 when you won the Open Cup. No, not th- that was 2015. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know him. I remember he oh. helped me out painting the wall. Oh, yeah, you're in the photo. You're standing next to him. That's amazing. Yeah, that was 2015. That's 2015. My bad. Uh, yeah, so Dan Kuzer, he did have a, a question. I'm sorry. He's I know he's very happy that you remember him because he was a he's a really good dude. Yeah, so, let's just say right now he's freaking out having <laughs> so, heard that. But um. What's up, Dan. Uh, no, man. <laughs> no, son. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. So um, he did ask uh, about your, your book. You wrote a book recently, No Other Home. Uh, and I, in general, I do love the, the that, that Kansas City uh, sort of mentality, that no other club. Uh, he, Dan Kuzer hosts the podcast, No Other Pod. Uh, so what was, uh, what was the process in, in writing that book? I know there's not, I, I don't know how many American soccer players have written uh, autobiographies and stuff like that, but how, how yeah. was, what was that process? for you it was it was a lot of fun it was I learned a lot too um you know I I just think that for me my mentality is I want to try and experience as many things as I can in my life and this what you know the starting a lifestyle clothing brand is one example like why if you have the opportunity like I want to go for it and uh the book was is another example of that and you know, when I first started out, I, I knew that I didn't want to write a typical sports biography where I started when I was born, and then I first started playing soccer, and, and then, then I scored then 10 I, goals in I a game Seth, when I was five years old. I and then I went to, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't know, I feel like that's played out a little bit. And if people really wanted to know my stats from when I was younger, they can probably just go online and Google it and read about it there. And so... I, I knew I wanted to do something different and the, the problem or the question that I had was, well, what am I going to do? That's different. And so 
we started brainstorming and, and we came to the conclusion, like, let's write a journal type book where I just tackle a bunch of questions that people ask me. And because, you know, I go to a lot of appearances and after games and people all ask the same question. They ask like, Hey, uh, what was it like? Like, like you guys, I mean, what was it like winning the open cup or how is that different from MLS cup? Or, you know, what can my eight year old son do? What piece of advice would you give him? So I started collecting all these different like experiences and questions from over the years. And, um, I just started diving into them and, and just journaling, um, how I would answer those. And so, we uh we ended up putting them all together into a book and yeah that was that was pretty much it it was uh it was a learning process for sure it was <laughs> i don't know if you guys have ever thought about writing a book but there is a there's a lot that goes into it i have much respect for authors for sure initially i thought you were going to say i don't know if you guys have ever read a book uh, yeah. <laughs> which also well, would have been know. difficult for I mean, us to answer it doesn't sound like it guys. yeah i gotta be honest that's the that's the vibe we're trying to put out so i'm glad you <laughs> that's got that good. <laughs> glad you got that from us uh, yeah like is, is cool again is that even a word it's uh, not, it right? is now bro it, it is now, okay. <laughs> i mean if you would have asked us when we started i would have said nah son <laughs> that's right um, uh, you did recently uh, introduce a new family member. Uh, I know you just uh, your wife uh, had a baby recently, right? That is correct. Yeah, we had our our second daughter about four weeks ago. Wow! Her name congrats. her name is Marin J. So, yeah, that was a big big life change. We are officially a family of four. Awesome! Congrats. Oh, you guys got any advice for me? <laughs> Yeah, we don't have kids. We don't have kids. <laughs> so, so our advice would be go back in time. Don't do it. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. I, I will not be taking that advice. <laughs> yeah, of you course should. not. You have a beautiful family. <laughs> you should. Uh, how are you holding up? How's, how's that going? Are you sleeping? Are you, uh, you know, are you on your way? Uh, are, we, are we holding you up from taking care of your new child? And is state soccer <laughs> going to create some onesies pretty soon? <laughs> Ooh, that's not a bad idea. I got to pitch that to, uh, <laughs> to the team. No, I, I'm doing great, guys. It's a... Uh, it's it's awesome. It's it definitely is time consuming. It's hard, but uh, we're we're doing much better with the second one. I think you know, you know what's in store. You know what to expect, and so our our stress levels are much lower, which just makes everything easier. You know, we can we can wind down better, and we can nap and rest better and sleep better, and so yeah it's this the second one has uh has been a lot of fun i am getting sleep uh, we have a nice little schedule me and my wife we uh towards or i guess at the beginning of the week you know i try and you know help out as much as i can in the middle of the night and then towards the end of the week like thursday friday saturday like getting ready for the game uh, um, i'll kind of shut it down and get like a full night's sleep and so she just like fully takes over so i think it's working good all right. All right. As long as you have a system, that seems pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do yeah. the same thing with my wife, even though we don't have any kids or anything, but it's just, you know, all right, I'll watch a little bit of late night TV, but then as we get closer to the weekend, maybe I'll stay in bed a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, I handle, you know, you handle the beginning of the week and, you know, you also handle the end of the week. <laughs> yeah. And continue paying the rent while I be here, comic who does a soccer podcast. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. How'd you swing that? That's yeah. Nice. Uh, became a comic after I got married, too, buddy. So trapped her. That's all he did. Yeah. Really convinced her I was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt Beasler, thank you so much uh, for being on the show, man. It really means the world to us. Uh, I, I thank you for taking take, thank you for taking the time. You're welcome. Seriously, guys, next time you come in and stop through Kansas City, let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Take you guys out. Uh, where could tour. 
Where can people find out more about State Soccer? Is it just by going to states.soccer? Yeah, so that's our website, states.soccer. We also, uh, we're, we're pretty heavily active on Instagram. So go give us a follow. Um, and, and yeah, looking forward to the future and what's in store. And we appreciate all the support we can get. No doubt. We're trying, to, uh, trying to grow this game in this country. So Sweet, get on dude. board. And good luck uh, uh, for the rest of the season. The Sporting Kansas City uh, just got a win uh, a couple days ago, and uh, it's looking it's it's gonna it's looking like there's gonna be a really good uh, uh, the playoffs are gonna be really interesting this uh, this season. I hope so. Thanks, guys. All right, all right, buddy. Thank you so much. Take care, Matt. Thank you so much to Matt. Thanks, that was Matt. A- that was amazing. So uh, we'll uh, we'll get back with our next segment uh, right after this. Hey everybody! Thanks so much for listening to the Cooligans. We just wanted to give you a word from one of our sponsors, us. Us. We're we're the, we're the ones sponsoring this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's you guys. Uh, we're trying to build a little bit. We've been saying it from the beginning. We want to build a community. We're calling that community the Gully Squad. And how you join is go to our website and you click on that menu and you're going to see something that says Gully Squad. Now, what is Gully Squad? We're we're trying to find a way to add more content to the show. Add a second episode per week. You could be a part of that. Just register and sign up, and you're basically going to be kind of. I don't know, one of our sponsors almost, right? Yeah, you'll be help you'll be helping support support the show, but not also not only that, but you'll be able to contribute uh suggestions, ideas, things you want us to talk about. So we we want to make that second episode uh, a very listener based uh episode. Yeah, and, well, and- you guys give us a lot of great information on Twitter. You know, what is what are some of the other things you want us to do? What are some of the things that we don't talk about that you want us to talk about? Somebody already joined and gave us a great suggestion. We need to talk more about women's soccer, right? That's he has right. a daughter that's playing the sport, and he wants us to be more involved in that. We would love to be more involved in that. Great suggestion. This is what we're talking about. Maybe he can send us some articles or suggest some players. Or even look, e- look, we we it's a it's an issue with like time as well, right? Like if we want to make this more our job, then if we and if we want to watch more, like the NWSL playoffs uh, are going on now. I just watched the 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 Portland uh, Seattle uh, Portland Thorns against the Seattle Rain the other day. Yeah. Uh, but the, but to be able to uh, dedicate th- that time to like say, hey, this is my job. I, I I'm going to make sure I watch these. These MLS games, these NWSL games, some of these uh, European USL games, USL or NPSL Pro as it comes up, all yeah. those things. So uh, with by by supporting the show, by joining the Gully Squad, you'll be able to allow us the time to make sure to do that. So uh, there's a bunch of different levels, 5, 10 bucks, 15, 20 bucks, 25. And, and it is a monthly have- subscription, but at the highest level, we're going to give you uh, merch as it comes out, right? Yeah. We got some merch. Uh, we're going to give you tickets to shows that are local to you. So you're in one of those cities that we're going to go to. Uh, we're going to give you guys free tickets right so you really will be a part of the show at that really high level yeah you're just gonna be like a constant part of the show and that's something that uh we look forward to having you guys give us some input have you guys at our shows and have you guys wearing our merch i mean i, I can't think of anything better than that it'd be a dream come true so go to soccercooligans.com click on uh, the menu that says join the gully squad and uh i mean it'll just it'll be great it'll be a great future for all of us somebody come on be a part of that gully squad we'd love to have you aboard yeah, baby, we're back. Yo, how cool was that? Oh, God, Matt's a great dude. What a great human being. Called us driving home. <laughs> yeah, to his, to his new baby. Come on, and he took time away from that. and the, Which is good. 
Good. You know, that makes them independent. You know what they, I mean? They grow up quicker. Yeah. <laughs> that way they don't need you. You know, you're five. Make your own mac and How cheese. How long you want to be taking care of this baby for? <laughs> what? Mean, come on. F- five, six weeks? That's, come on. It's too much. Oh, come on. This is, that's a problem with kids these yeah. days. This is why American soccer <laughs> isn't getting better. Because we don't have stray kids. <laughs> we need stray kids. Okay. Little orphan children running yeah. around with, with their city faces. You know, conning people. Selling the flowers for Rob. <laughs> Their and, and that's how that. you become good at soccer. Right. I mean, right. that's what they're doing everywhere else. So. <laughs> you learn on the streets. Yeah, uh, on the streets. No, th- thank you so much, Matt Beasler, uh, for being on the show. Just huge. Congratulations uh, on I, the new baby and the new clothing line and yeah, the book. And yeah. how many more things can we so congratulate many. him on? Uh, Leave some meat on the cool. board for uh, us, Well, it's time. We, had, we hadn't had a, a, a sporting Kansas City player, a current one. We had Jimmy Conrad, who played for the Wizards. Never played for Sporting Kansas City. Yeah, he played for the Wizards, which does not count. And the Wiz. The Wiz. They were both. That's right. Great jerseys. Yeah. Great jerseys. And uh, a lot of people did beat him. That's a New York reference. Nobody beats the Wiz. Okay. Do you remember this? I do. I do. I remember. Okay, it's a story. I don't know if the joke was necessary, but uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool for all my New York heads. What's up, Bang Bang? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, shout out to uh, Matt Beaser for that. So that was awesome. So uh, let's talk about uh, you know actually I, when we did have the conversation with him, it, it was it was a bit surreal because we hadn't spoken to anybody who played in the Trinidad game. And I got, I was getting a little emotional. I almost I didn't you. want you to ask the question. Cause I was like, <laughs> he was like, I mean, what else can be said? I was like, Oh boy. No, but I mean, look, if, if this is going to be the gulliest soccer podcast, we're going to ha- have to ask some gully questions right? and get, maybe get a little sensitive, get a little emotional. You know, yeah. it was, it was a hard time for all of us. And I think it, it, we're getting to a point where we can Speak to our, uh, uh, you know, the, the 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 men's team, those players that represent the country, and just say, hey, look, you know, this. I know that you are sad. Right. I am also sad. We are sad. We're sad together. But we can move on from this. Right. But I, so- also, I mean, it's like anything else, and this is like I think a very typical thing that we do, especially in American soccer, which is we try to sort of forget what happened that was negative as opposed to really, really getting in there and figuring out what went wrong. Yeah. It's easier to, to take the stance like Bruce Arena did after and just go, nah, <laughs> ah, we messed up. We fucked up a little bit, but you know what? Ah, things happen. I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. That's, really? You wouldn't change anything. Probably not the best approach. You yeah. Know, that's probably not the best way to handle it, especially immediately uh, after, after. And after then the- go on Fox Sports <laughs> and double down. And be like, no, you heard what I said. I wouldn't change a goddamn thing. So, uh, all right. So, th- but so, thank you again, man. That was great. So, let's talk about. Um, do you want to, uh, U.S. soccer? Um, uh, U.S. soccer first, and then we'll go into some of the MLS games because they were the. You know, we. You know how we feel about international breaks. We don't care about you. All right. We don't. We care. play right through it. We're I'm, like, yo, are you going to do your little thing? All right, well, those of you who want to go do that, go ahead. But just so you know, we're going to keep doing what we do exactly. right here. Yeah, we may not have enough players to field the team, yeah. but we will continue with our schedule uh, uh, fixture. It's like a parent who's tired of their child being on the phone. No, go ahead and Snapchat all you want, but we are eating dinner. So when you come back, there may not be any left. So uh, the U.S. played against Brazil uh, Friday, Did we? Friday night. I mean, they, they definitely- I know we were all on the field together <laughs> they definitely brazil let us go on the field for yeah. for 90 minutes which is really nice of them i think the most disrespectful thing is that one of the announcers were like and you know brazil didn't really need to play full steam so they were just like <laughs> we'll kick it around a little bit we'll score a couple goals yeah we don't need to go crazy we don't want to get injured 
The Meanwhile, our guys are just like pouring sweat in the tenth <laughs> minute. Like, why are they all so fast? <laughs> the the lineup that Brazil put out there full was just straight up. I mean, was it the World Cup final? Yeah. Brazil? Did he that really? Would have only lost five one to Germany. <laughs> That's how strong they were. Uh, look, I mean, let me just rattle off some of the names. <laughs> just. I want you to think about how much these players are worth. <laughs> as we, as we say so these much uh, to just even show up. Yeah. yeah. So we had Neymar. The, there you go. Captain Neymar. It was uh, assigned the, the captaincy. Neymar, Roberto Firmino, Douglas Costa. There you go. Coutinho, That's just the front three. Philip Coutinho, Casemiro, Fred. And this, this Brazilians, they don't even need two names. It's they just could one. have put in Fred from the stands <laughs> and still hey, won this game. Hey, Fred, come in here. Some fat guy with a hot dog, huh? Me? Yeah, buddy, let's give it a go. Um, uh, Felipe Luis, Thiago Silva, Marquinhos, and Fabinho, and Allison. This was... I, I saw this lineup and I was like, why are we playing against the Monstars? Yeah. This is not, <laughs> yeah. is this Space Jam 2? Are is, they allowed to have all of those players on the field at once? <laughs> okay. I, they're not even following the MLS designated player rules. <laughs> I know, right? This is ridiculous. That, I, in fact, <laughs> I suggest that that's how we play friendlies in our nation. Be like, it, you ain't even got that much TAM, yo. You can't be doing that. Ridiculous. Brazil trying to come out here without any gam or TAM? Nah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't field these guys. <laughs> where's, where's your youth transfer funds? Is he a young DP? A regular DP? Absurd. Uh... And and so and we'll go over the the lineup for the U.S. Um, Zach Steffen and Gold, DeAndre Yedlin, uh, Matt Miazga, uh, John uh, John Brooks, uh, uh, Anthony Robinson, Anthony Robinson, Will Trap, the Trap God, Trap, trap, trap Paul trap, Ariola, trap. Tyler Adams, Weston McKenney, Julian Green, and uh, Wood. Up top. Uh, Julian Green. Are you, oh, yeah. Julian, I'm the announcer. The announcer, Julian. Okay. <laughs> you lean, I lean, we all lean. Everybody. In fact, maybe we should drink lean before this game to not remember being thrashed. Okay, and all the women, you you lean in. You gotta lean in. Yeah, <laughs> that's very important uh, for the. For the In future. fact, we should have let the women's national team play this game. Look, I think you may, they probably would have had a little bit more possession. I think we would have been able to hold the ball. The, for, I don't know, maybe eighteen, no, ninety percent. Look, Brazil, clearly Brazil, very good. Look, They're this is. We asked for this. Yes. We as you, a nation. We are you. <laughs> no, we as a nation asked for this. Play your kids and play them against really good competition. This is what we need. Watch the game tape from this and say, here's what we did right. And that'll take 30 seconds. And then here's what we did wrong, which should take us right up to the next World Cup. This is what we want. We're, do, we're about to play Mexico tonight. You guys already heard it or you saw it yesterday, uh, last night. Right. We're about to play uh, England. Colombia. These are the things we want. We want these kids to get some real experience. Dude, Tim Way did some stuff out there against his teammate Neymar. You know, sure. Uh, he, you know that he he's came in be later, later in the a game, a little yeah. later in the game. Tyler Adams looked incredible in moments. These are the things that these are the building blocks by which you build a great soccer player. If they would have gone out and won two nil against Brazil, that would have been amazing. But everyone would have said like, Oh, Brazil didn't even try. They were just running around. Yeah. We lost, but we didn't lose by a that much. And B this is what we wanted. Yeah. So let's at least focus on the positives, right? What, what can we take from this and at least be happy about for me seeing we uh, completed 90 without surrendering. <laughs> Look, for me, I, honestly, that the fact that we only gave up two goals, that is a huge plus. We did not Massive. get embarrassed on the field no. and, uh, uh, and really just get played out of the park or anything like that. Um, and it really, honestly, 
I think it's I think it's a one nil result. That penalty was absurd. A little soft. A little soft is is not even generous enough to like, wa- a, like a new pillow. <laughs> <laughs> it was look. Will Trap did did not make any. I'm not gonna say made no contact, but not did not make any real contact with uh, Fabinho, who who just who dove. It was just so. But we know that that's part of their game. Sure. Did you watch the World Cup, as the Andre Yedlin said? <laughs> but that, that was probably when we. That's a positive. When we look at the positives, <laughs> one of them was DeAndre Yedlin after took a little a little jab at Neymar, yeah. fouled him. Neymar hit the ground. Hit the ground. He made a big scene out of it. There you go. Uh, and and the ref is like, "Hey, you chill out." And DeAndre, first thing he says, he's just like, "Bro." Did like you see what he's doing right now? Yeah. Did you watch the World Cup? We're gonna just- need. I'm gonna need to know if you know what happened in the World Cup before we just move on okay. with the rest of this don't game. Be, don't be mad at me because if you, if you, I got, I got receipts. I can send I you the links. We got. Can we go to Exhibit A <laughs> on the jumbotron? Medlife. What a funny. What a great moment. I love. That's just another fun. That's a it's fun- also like a slick way to being like, yo, he's a diver, but I don't want you to give me a yellow. So. Yeah. He did- uh, did you watch the World Cup? <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, great games out there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> One in particular comes to mind. Uh, it, it was it was interesting, but and you see that you know we we know that referees referees can be can be influenced, right? And uh, uh, through you know players arguing with them, saying like you get in their head, and there's no way that that doesn't get in the referee's head a little bit, right? Of course. It's just like, yo, it's just one of the more clever ways. Uh, it to- plants the seed of Plant- like, oh, I better not fall for this. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that and that's what Neymar is going to have to deal with uh, go, going forward. I mean, which I think is the Rafa Benitez effect. You know what I mean? Why? Rafa taught DeAndre Yedlin. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is how you be slick. Like, yo, don't go out there being all brutish. Okay. <laughs> it was the response from Neymar was uh, kind of he he did clap back. Did you see this? Yeah. He he basically just said like. Uh, uh, like I do, I don't re- sort of respect what he said or whatever, but I I don't know the player well enough to know anything he's done. <laughs> he just showed him like, just basically, bro. I don't know you. That's like when Leandro Barbosa tried to talk smack to Kobe, and Kobe goes, "Who?" <laughs> like I'm like, yo, that's a that's a clap back of the year right there, right there. I mean, look, uh, I- he could have said like, yeah, I did watch the World Cup, and I didn't see you, bro. I didn't see you, DeAndre. He could have said all of that. But also, you don't know DeAndre Yedlin. Oh, yo, you know you DeAndre. know DeAndre Yedlin. I mean, Come he plays. He plays for yeah, New. He plays for Newcastle. You probably don't know DeAndre Yedlin. <laughs> I think you know. Nah, look, he don't know. I'm gonna have Yedlin. to. I'm gonna have to assume that. Every, the, the Premier League is the most watched league in the world. Nah, he don't know DeAndre Yellen. Yeah, it's the most watched b- b- league in the world. Not by Neymar. <laughs> Neymar's not paying attention Neymar's to all that. Neymar's not paying attention to, to nah, the Premier Not to Newcastle. Okay. He's paying attention I mean, they- to the teams that could pay him. So it means he only watches like one or two teams <laughs> at all. He's thinking maybe, maybe Juventus. He might add Juventus to the... Uh, I'm just... Look, I understand it. Look, I, 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 it's going to take more convince, convincing for me to believe that Neymar actually does know DeAndre Yellen. He than it is to, that he doesn't know him. Nah, he don't know him. But okay, that's fine. Uh, but uh, but overall, in this game, I I the fact that they didn't lose so badly, and uh, I, I was at least the only, my only concern is when when the U.S. did have the ball, they really did not look comfortable. They looked nervous. Dave Sarakin did mention that after the game as well, and and that was my only concern. I, I would hope that there would be more comfort in possession uh, and a little bit more confidence because it, it to some degree it doesn't really matter 
who the hell's in front of you, right? Like, I mean, some players are good defensively, some are not. But it, Brazil are not ne- necessarily known for being the most, like, tenacious defenders. But I think yeah. the... The stage, the team that they were playing against made them a little bit uncomfortable with all their touches. And they, and they, they just kind of gave up the ball a little too easily for me. Yeah, I mean, look, it's against Brazil. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> but not every- They can easily keep possession from you. So when you have the ball, you're out of position a little bit because you're sort of, you know, crowding around certain players. Every time Neymar touched the ball, it seemed like everyone ran towards him. So you maybe, you know, you're rushing to get back in a position. People aren't always where they need to be. Is it, do you follow the system at that point? Do you kind of go on instinct? I Look, what I saw was players that didn't exactly, weren't too comfortable playing with each other, but there's also really no way to prepare for there's no, you can't call Charleston battery in the practice against you <laughs> and get, you know, the same exact thing you're going to get oh, okay. from Neymar. You doesn't know, from Neymar doesn't play there now. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're not going to get that. So no disrespect to Charleston battery. That was just the name that popped in my head. Richmond kickers can't come in and, and duplicate what these guys do. So yeah. you're not going to be able to get uh, someone that can, you know, sort of prepare you. The only way to prepare is to play them. And well, we're pretty prepared now. <laughs> pretty prepared to lose. We are prepared for Mexico, right? So look, I think we walk away and say who played well and who didn't. Everyone is raving about Miazga and Brooks and that pairing. And I'll agree. I don't know how long Brooks has on the team, but clearly can be there through the next World Cup. If him and Miazga develop a really good pairing as a center back, that's a start. Uh, Anthony Robinson didn't collapse after he got burned uh, for that first goal. Yeah, that's not how you uh, defend Douglas Costa. You, no, it's not. You really, you, I mean, try staying in front of him. I think it's one way. <laughs> I mean, you do not barrel just straight into him and trying trying to get the ball because he is insanely, insanely fast. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, so Anthony Robinson was probably the only player that kind of, you know, he, he made the mistake uh, covering Douglas Costa, which led to the goal. I don't, I, I also don't know why is Roberto Firmino so wide open in the box. I mean, but here's the thing. Who? Who could you leave open on that team? <laughs> Even a little bit. Yeah. It seemed to me just from watching it that it seemed like Brazil players are really good at finding spaces. They seem to be putting themselves in these positions where they weren't. No, I didn't. I couldn't really tell. Like, wait a minute. Is that a midfielder or a forward? Like, sure. they were all just like sort of in these open spots. Well, yeah, you spots. see Allison Cruyff turning all day. Like, yeah. uh, even the goalkeeper got Techers. So it's a. Uh, Look, obviously, yeah. There's not there's not too much uh, analysis that you can provide. They're just uh, an outstandingly better team uh, than the men's national team, uh, and hopefully, the players learned as you know as much as they could. And and going into hopefully this this game against Mexico went very very well because it's like oh well they played against Brazil and now and now the Mex the Mexican team that they're up against is a lot of the younger guys. It's not it's not a lot of the players from the World Cup. So uh, I'm hoping that it was a positive result. So and look, Anthony Robinson had moments where he looked really good and had moments where he didn't look good. I blame you if he doesn't play well yeah, because I'm, he came uh, through the Everton system. That's right. So this, we know well, that's he's, Christian's he, fault. He's playing at Wigan though. So he is, he's on loan at Wigan. Mostly Wigan's fault. <laughs> uh, we could blame them. I'm cool with that. Well, we're going to blame somebody as long as you're involved. Also, he was born and raised in England. His dad's from White Plains. Shouts to New York. Okay. Out there, right? <laughs> Playing that seed all over the world. Helping us develop youth players all over around the world. Uh, yeah, dad from White Plains. But my dude was raised in England. Yeah. England loves to make fun of us about soccer. Homie, this is one of your peoples. So we got an Englishman who's... Is, do you think he's a turncoat? A little bit. <laughs> he, what's the opposite of Benedict Arnold? Whatever that is. 
<laughs> I don't even know what point you're trying to make. Yeah, uh, well, because Benedict Arnold spied on America for England. Oh, so I can. Uh, he remember he's the, he is the he is the example of of a traitor. Okay. What are you, a Benedict Arnold? You know, to this day, whatever. Dom Dwyer. <laughs> he's a Dom Dwyer. <laughs> Yeah, out here playing for the U.S. <laughs> with that cute-ass English accent. Yeah, I wonder why Dom Dwyer didn't get called up. Kind of a bit, a bit of a surprise. He yeah, hasn't had, I mean, he, he just came back from an injury. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He doesn't I mean, have that many caps. All those important games for Orlando. They might make the playoffs <laughs> next year. Is he not in good so, form? Yeah. I think he's... Uh, it just it would be nice to see him. Instead of Bobby Wood, Bobby Wood's got a... He had a bunch of chances. Bobby Wood know. was out there by himself, though. I'm not a big fan of the four one four one. Okay. What about you? Uh, I'm not a fan of whatever happened. <laughs> I would like if it happened in the game, like, it needs to never happen again. I would like our team to just hold on to the ball and connect a couple of passes. There was there was really only like one or two sequences where uh, there were a, a, a bunch of passes and 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 connect and really had an opportunity for uh, for a goal. I mean, they, I don't even know how many how many shots did we, did we ended even end up, end up getting uh, like six seven eleven shots two 11. on target. I mean, that's not that's not enough. It's something. Look, I, it's Brazil. I mean, to Brazil. To their credit, I uh, mean, we're not Germany. You know, good point. Good yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the possession? Sixty-five percent possession for uh, for Brazil. So, and, tough. But, tough. Did you hear about this new stat packing? Read about it on the Athletic, by the way. Stat packing. What's that? Just packing. Oh, Did packing. you read about this new stat? <laughs> oh, no, stat packing. I'm like, stat okay, packing. Have you heard about oh, it? Oh, it's where you lie. You lie in the <laughs> you stats. Padded the numbers. Wow. No, what is it's it? packing is uh, basically how many defenders uh, you your ball your pass goes. How many you pass by sending a pass? Yeah, I, the word pass is being used too many times here. How many defenders you clear? With a pass. So if you're a forward okay. and I'm a defender and I look around and I send a good through ball to you all the way to the forward, sure. we've passed 10 players. So you're packing. My packing score goes up by 10. Have you heard about this? Interesting. You got to so, read the article in, in, who's, in who's, the athletic. I hear packing. I'm like, is there, is Gunny involved? I know. Is Gunny. <laughs> packing. We all pack it. Our packing score is a hundred. <laughs> uh, it was uh, some Germans invented it, okay. but uh, you know, was, so I couldn't see the score because I don't pay for I don't pay for the stats because I'm not a team, so I'm not going to be able to afford that. But okay. I was looking at some of the plays from the from the replay of the uh, from the uh, highlights of how many of our passes cleared the lines or cleared how many defenders. Our packing score would have not been much. We were doing <laughs> a lot of triangle passes, trying to like yeah. keep the defenders sort of off their, like, yeah, play yeah, on their heels. Moving. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't working too well. Yeah. A lot of, we were doing a lot of sideline passes, a lot of, a uh, lot of uh, flanks. Yeah. It's like, how, how is our packing score negative? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do more, we, we just constantly ball. passing to the, to the keeper. <laughs> to the keeper, right. <laughs> you do something with it. We got nothing to do with it out here. Yeah, can you say some through balls? <laughs> uh, uh, Stefan? Anyway. Sarah, can you get out here? It seems like maybe you got some ideas. Okay. What do you think about Sarah? Can, if he would have won this game, would you have wanted him to continue being the men's national team coach beyond? Or what about the rest of these games? What if he beats Mexico? What if he beats Colombia? And what if he beats the almighty England? <laughs> the I, I'm honestly, if Dave Sarakin was the coach going forward and, and I'm basing this off of the responses I'm hearing from uh, other players. Like Tim Weah speaks very highly of Dave Sarakin, and, and he said he, he's very much like this father figure and yeah. really looks and after. And we met him. He's like a sweetheart. He's, been, he's a father figure to us. Yeah. You know? We didn't have one, he's so a, we're collecting them as we go. He's our Rochester dad. Yeah. yeah. So we, we we love him and we embrace him. So We honor him by eating garbage plates. <laughs> it is. Look, I, so I, I'll speak objectively. Uh, uh, 
I sort of feel like I would be fine with Dave Sarakin at the helm. That's just how I feel objectively. But I would understand, and and if there's someone with a better resume, that w- it, it would it's make clearly more, not going to make be more him. sense. But subjectively, as as an individual, as a on a personal level, we've met him. He's been on the show. He's very nice to us. So I'm like, Give, he has the job forever. He is. He's a perma- he's a permanent guy. That's, that's which is not fair. <laughs> just please always be a part of our lives, Dave Sarakin. <laughs> that's really that's the main. I point. want him to lose the job just so he can come on the show and be as brutally honest as he really wants to be. Okay. Well, yeah. that's, All right. Well, you have. Uh, I'm sure he's not on board with my plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think have, he's like. Yeah, man. Maybe. I should get rid of this job so I can go on the cool you, you have ulterior motives and yeah. uh, very different than mine. So, uh, so yeah, the, let's talk about, let's talk about some of the MLS matches that happened over the weekend as well. There were three, uh, matches, one that we attended. Yes. New York city. Let's start with New York city FC against DC United. Um, NYC once again, just limping into the playoffs. What do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Out of the last eight games, we have four losses, three draws, and a win. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Hasn't been great, but in no. this this game, we got to see Wayne Rooney for the first time, uh, right in front of our eyes. Six points out yeah. of the last eight games. That's, that's not good. That's, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we did get to see Wayne Rooney play, and I think uh, uh, you got there a little bit late, but in in uh, not the, my fault. The trains, trains, bro. That's why you need to be riding Fuck with the MTA. Yo. <laughs> Relax, okay, Alexis. This is not the place for this. Yeah. Uh, the you that's you need to be riding with David Moyes. He knows so he knows how to get around the city. He knows. <laughs> David Moyes got there just fine. <laughs> he wasn't complaining about anything. But uh Wayne Rooney, about I think about three, four minutes in, already got had an opportunity for a bicycle kick. He missed it. But I I'm just like, damn, Ro- Rooney, we just got. <laughs> I just got here. Why up? son? <laughs> Why don't you take it easy a little bit? Huh? Okay. He's, in, he's into this. You haven't even been in America that long. Just slow down. Uh, it, it, it was cool to see him play. And, and seeing him in person, they were, uh, Yankee Stadium was full with so how many Everton fans, Manchester United fans. Uh, it, was, it was cool to see. But they, uh, him and, and DC United, uh, it was cool to see them in, in person because... I, I was curious how DC United was going to one play against NYCFC, play on that smaller pitch, uh, and how they were, uh, how he was going to sort of handle everything. And I, I think NYCFC handled Rooney pretty well. He didn't really get too many touches. He and when he did, he what he didn't have too much time to set anybody else up. He, there was a couple good passes here and there, but. Overall, this game was just more disappointing for NYCFC than it was for DC United. Uh, yes and no. I mean, they did come back, but at some point you got to not have to come back. I mean, Sean Johnson letting that, that header off the free from, kick. Uh, was it Burnbaum? I think. Burnbaum. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, he hasn't looked great in the past year. He's had moments where he's been. Burnbaum or Johnson? Both. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about Johnson. <laughs> um, if you're NYCFC, this isn't. You shouldn't have to do this to win. No. Everyone talks about what is it? What was it 28 shots? This was this game had 31 shots and nine on target for NYCFC. And it had uh two shots for DC United with one on target that they'd obviously go in. This is what I think the third straight game where we have like over 25 shots. NYCFC has over 25 shots. Yeah. Son, I mean, yeah, I get it. That sounds like, oh, look at this. Like look how much they have the ball. A lot of these teams don't want to have possession anyway. And a lot of these shots are coming from, you know, God knows where, or they're all coming off of crosses 
constant crosses back and forth when we don't even have that many tall <laughs> forwards. Sure, the, the that I, that it is a fair point. The I, it, it's hard to be angry at the team because of when when you see inefficiency and effectiveness. What is it? No, what is it that you, a fan shouldn't be upset about? No, here? no, no. It's hard to be angry uh, specifically about their uh, their their attacking and their possession because they seem seemingly uh, NYCFC does everything right. They get, they have the ball all the time. They are getting opportunities. And, but frankly, they're just missing their chances. Maxi Morale is missing that chance uh, when, when the, off, off a cross and the ball's right in front of him. Uh, and he just, I, I think the rain was a big factor. The fact that there, sure. were, there were a lot of like, uh, uh, you know, skipped balls and weird shots. And, and then they but those are, those are, that's part of the game though. I mean, you, you know, weather comes into it. That's not the first rain. Yeah. Game and also all part of the game is, possessing the ball and getting a lot of shots and getting and creating chances. They did a lot of it. And I get that three of their f- top five players weren't in the game. Yes. You know, uh, David Villa though, getting the ball practically standing next to Sean Johnson. is not a good sign. <laughs> this guy's got to go. <laughs> like, Homie, what are you doing back here? Yo, Capitan, get out of here. I think there were a lot of factors. I mean, you know, Alex Ring didn't play this game. Uh, Dude, DC didn't even want the ball. DC wasn't even trying. But uh, Alexander Ring, so uh, James Sands started uh, his second game in a row and and took that, uh, basically played played the ring position. And he is good at, I, I would say, uh, defensively, that, that's a, he's, he's a safe bet. Like, you're not, you're not putting the, the team necessarily at risk. But Alex Ring is a great passer. He's a really good passer. And James Sands is not that yet. And I think that was, that, that was a factor in the buildup for the team. Yeah, all right. We're playing a team that's not even in the playoffs. Okay. They're playing better. They were dominant. I, I mean, look, they were they were wildly dominant over DC had two shots. That's a good that's a good performance, at least defensively. And when their one shot went in, when their first shot went in, sure. they were ahead one to nothing. Correct. Yes, Alexis. You're right. So I don't understand what you're complaining about. I mean, what you're what you're gl- what you're glowing about here. I, that I'm saying I'm not glowing about anything. It, it's a the last two games, the loss against New England, I think is worse than this, but because they had 28, well, this 27. Is a per- this is a perpetuation of the same thing. This is a continuation <laughs> yes. of the ills, and so those who, ills need to be resolved. Who do we, but this th- is not how this is like Jason Christ. This is not how you you end the season. This is the worst. I think I've read somewhere this is the worst stretch since the Jason Christ era. Yes, son. What was what was Vieira doing different? Look, I will say I'm more entertained by the style of play they have now versus what they did under Vieira. Vieira was very methodical. It was very frustrating. I'm like, quit making that same pass and look at this guy's open. Finally, I've seen someone on the far post. They happen to be four, four foot eight. I can't really get that ball that header. Sorry, Moxie, I love you, but. Uh, you know, finally, there's someone on the far post. But to sit here and say, oh, but it was the rain and it was this and it was that is probably just as much bullshit as me saying it was the trains. You know what I mean? <laughs> it really was, by the way. I'm but just I'm trying saying, to at least figure out a reason why they weren't finishing their chances. But forget the- that reason. Three games ago, Dome Torrent said, oh, I like the way we're playing. If we keep playing like this, we're going to do well. Well, homie. It hasn't happened. <laughs> and look, I, I'm not saying Doman needs to be fired. This team needs to be chopped apart. But look, V is not coming back next season. Well, we don't know that. We don't know that. But I'm telling you right now, he's not. <laughs> the rumor came out. They tried to say nothing happened. I'm telling you, the guy's not coming back, right? 
What's I, no, I happen? don't know. Right? Don't say that. Uh, look, if you, it's <laughs> uh, look. There's clearly rumors that he's dead, that he may not come back, but that's there's nothing definitive about that. Is there something definitive that he has a contract extended past this year? No, no. Okay, and not. has he signed? So why are you saying he's definitely as of gonna... right now? He's not no. because he hasn't signed. As of right now, <laughs> he is not coming back next season. Okay, but just be careful with your words because no. some pe- people. Because uh, wait, wait, this is what the show is for. <laughs> is idiotic pontification. <laughs> uh, look, at the end of the day, as of right. Right now, he's not coming back next season. We're going to be stuck with guys like, and, and this is some, a positive, we're going to be left with guys like Tajiri Shradi, a great scorer. We're going to be left with guys like Maxi Morales, hopefully has like another year or two in him. Guys like Alex Ring, guys like Matarita, who's now developing into, I guess, more of a wing back under Doma Terran. And we're going to be stuck with Doma Terran. We're going to be stuck with the guys that can play in the system, and they're going to be stuck with guys that um, are developing the system, like Doma Terran and his staff. But we need to look at what's happening on the field and say, is this the right system? Do we need to go back to what happened before? Is there a way we blend the last two? What's happening right now is not good enough. If we get into the playoffs and Medina gets injured, if he's staying, right? And Tajuri Shrada gets injured, and this is the squad we put up, and Amagat is, is sending passes to people that aren't there when he's <laughs> a legend that he don't know. When you got okay. guys like Castellanos who are like, oh, I really gave it a go on that one. Yeah, you hit the back of the net off of a cross, bruh. And yeah, you only well, got one foot on you. So if you're going to use that one, use it well. I'm not saying that these guys don't have talent. I'm saying if these are the players you're stuck with going into the playoffs, are you happy? I don't think NYCFC fans are really all that excited. Well, Maybe you change your tactics when this is the squad. I will I will say the the, the one complaint that I, I can have as a fan is Jonathan Lewis should be playing more minutes. That's uh, that. Well, what happened with this whole thing? So you're, you, I mean, you were handling the tweets when this all happened. People got upset that he left in regular clothing, holding a pizza. Yes. (laughs) I thought you would be happy about that, but. Well, I mean, (laughs) what kind of pizza was it? If he got it from Yankee stadium, which I assume he did. Yeah. And it's Papa John's in that case, I'm not happy. So, but it's interesting, right? Because when Christian Roldan of Seattle, he having, 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 (laughs) what are you like? Are this E, is this the E network all of a sudden? (laughs) I am fat shaming. I don't know if he put on muscle weight i'm saying he looks like he's been in the gym yeah sure okay that's fair uh but christian rodan has a has a pizza and he uh, doing interviews and everybody's like oh this is how cool this is uh, he's so down to earth he's one of us are you talking about someone who's been played for the national team and does really well for his team is and that, now we're talking about jonathan Lewis, a guy who's not okay, getting any look, burn it's, some people don't know what happened but after the game the everyone's supposed to leave in a suit th- this is like a new thing they partnered with uh, i forgot what company Hugo and, boss maybe i don't know who and and they're gonna be uh so all the players are coming out in suits and jonathan lewis did not do that and the reason he didn't do that was because he had another obligation with the team where he was not required to wear a suit and apparently like you the wear team, like the, you wear like team like sweats yeah. and stuff and the, and the team like administrator told him he doesn't have to wear a suit and then people saw him amongst all the other players without a suit and said Hey, why is he not like? I guess they they, they took it as a character issue uh, when that that wasn't what what the case was based right. on all the reports that I'm hearing. So, uh, to me, it, I don't I don't know if if there's an issue with Jonathan Lewis. Uh, you know, I I know that he was. Um, uh, you know uh, what's the word? Not punished, but you know what I mean. He was just uh, Vieira disciplined. W- disciplined, yes. Vieira was a little bit uh, he was spanked, spanked by <laughs> but in front of the entire team, which I thought <laughs> yeah. was not the right way to handle yeah. it. But turns out he enjoyed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All is forgiven, I guess. So 
<laughs> we know. I think it was because he he might have been late to a meeting, and and that that hurt him in the beginning of the year. He right. didn't, He really missed out on a lot. And of then it. it took a while to build that trust up with someone like Vieira. Yes, and uh, I don't know if that's going on now. It, that doesn't sound like it's the case with Turan. He doesn't seem he doesn't speak negatively about him at all. No, but, he actually said he's a, like a great young player. But I, I don't understand the the choice to, especially in this game, to not make a sub until it was it what the seventy fifth, almost eightieth minute. Uh, when when all you need when you're clearly attacking and you're pushing other men forward and and it, it was just Ibiaga just hanging out back there on his own because DC United was not had no interest in moving yeah, forward. Yeah, our with the ball. our formation on attack or NYCFC's formation on attack was a one <laughs> what five. Yes, it was just like one five. It was just like one five four. It was just uh, Sebi, yo, handle everything back there. We got everything up here. We just send it. Maybe I got it. <laughs> just it was just like just an infantry up front, yeah. uh, just going forward. And Ibiaga which is there. really smart to do on a small pitch. You just have everyone <laughs> in one area, um, a lot of space but between. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going. Jonathan Lewis seems to be the the, the that offensive spark every time he's there. He almost scored as the second he got on the pitch. He's a bit of a lightning run for the team because everything he does on the pitch so, seems like everyone excites everyone. But then all at the pitch I, seems I, like he pisses. Outside people of off. that, I I think NYCFC is doing everything right. Look, they're they're this is not good enough, obviously, to get thirty one shots and not get a, not get more than one goal. But uh, you how, you can't argue with these particular. Uh, yes, performances can. because twenty eight or thirty one shots with one goal I, you, and off of a free kick is the not results, good. You can be mad at the results, but the performance they're tr- they're no, trying that is not <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't understand why you think that that's a positive. Thirty one shots against two against the opposing Forget team, and that's not two. and that's not thirty one shots, and you only score once off of a free kick, off of a masterful yes. free kick, is not a good sign. I agree. That is, how many missed shots? I, of course, it's not a good sign. Of course, it's not thirty a good. missed shots in a game. That is not a good sign. It's of course because they did not win. But if they win two one and they get 30, uh, 35 shots, you're not making this argument. A hundred percent, I am. After I, I, I to- after I celebrate the win, <laughs> I totally doubt it. I, I literally have done it on this podcast. Okay. Anyway, all right. So well, we agree to disagree. Anyway, all right. Um, this not. But the, given how bad NYCFC may have been, uh, these United were. Hor- horrendous. That that is not a kind of performance uh, you you want, especially from a team that is fighting for a playoff spot. That it, it's it's worse for them. They 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 really needed the three points, and and to, and the fact that they can only get two shots uh, is is it looks even worse for them. So anyway, all right, let's move on to uh, the next game. Uh, supporting Kansas city played against Orlando city. Uh, not too much to say here. Uh, Why are we even talking about it? We're talking about it because there were only three games. I know, honestly, <laughs> but and we just spoke to a sporting Kansas city player <laughs> and uh, who, who did play that game uh, and, and got a clean sheet. So props to you. Uh, I thought, I thought Dom Dwyer was going to come home, score some buckets. You know what I mean? Yeah, he tried. He tried. Uh, but Tim Miller was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, Tamila's like, now I remember you, bro. I ain't letting this happen. I don't care what where where you put the line in your hair. Yeah, I, I recognize you. Oh, you list the commercials of Mad Q, bro, but you ain't scoring right now. <laughs> yes, uh, Tamilia did get a clean sheet, and and early in the game, that that chance for Dom Dwyer, one on one against his homie Timmy. Uh, and, and yeah, like it just more. Uh, it, it's hard to figure out was. Should Dom Dwyer do better or was Tim Melia just that good uh, in those? those I think it's a combination of both, but I think it's also that 
you know, if you're if you're the Sporting Kansas City backline, you look forward to a game against Orlando because you know they have one one weapon. And most of the time they're just going to go along into him. So just get a fast guy to yeah. kind of track him. I think, uh, you know, Orlando's, I mean, we've spoken about them ad nauseum on, on this show. And it's like, we, we just, how much can we pile on a team? It's just, uh, they Let's keep going, just keep, they just keep losing. Uh, you know, especially when, when you see a game like this and it's on the road at, at Kansas city, I'm like, the, the, I just, I, I'm impressed. They only lost one. nil. that's, really, <laughs> that's really where I am right now and how I feel about Orlando. So, but you know, what surprised me about Orlando, they have 24 points on the season. That's not the worst. They're tied with Chicago fire and Colorado Rapids for second worst, uh, which God, what a, what a fall from grace for Chicago. But, um, San Jose has only 20 points. Don't you feel like even if San Jose is the worst team in the league, that Orlando still deserves the wooden spoon. <laughs> Doesn't it feel like that? <laughs> uh, sure. I mean, no, not exactly because we know that, you know, you, that wooden spoon has to be earned. You yeah, can't, yeah. you don't just give oh, it. You to don't it. just give it. But I, I, maybe we should get like a little, a little ladle. Look, you know, a little, a little ladle for still <laughs> the easy team. Remember like in high school, there was that person of the opposite sex, whoever you are that you were like, Oh, you need a rebound. That's the one you go to. <laughs> and they got you. Maybe you don't remember that from high school, but no, I'm so, still a virgin. Still <laughs> a virgin. It's when you do that beard is going to come in nice and thick. Uh, and we're going to get reviews like, yes, more cool. Um, but, uh, I feel like that's Orlando. Like, yes, yeah, San Jose, is not a great team. Chicago fire is not a great team. Colorado rabbits is not a great team, but it feels something like those teams can pull it out at some point. Yeah. Orlando is just perpetually bad. Yeah. It's just, nothing's working. Nobody wants to be there. <laughs> it's just a bad, just the fans, the fans still support shouts to the fans. Yeah. They are. They show up. They uh, still the, the, show the up. The players uh, don't. What's that <laughs> chant? Like we fucking suck. We fucking suck. That's, that's we the chant. Fucking <laughs> suck. We, like that, that, that is, that they they got to be singing that. I mean, they're there for they're supporting the team when the team's not supporting them at all. <laughs> I feel like we need a secondary award. I know we have the worst, which is the wooden spoon. Yeah, we need something like yo, your season was trash. <laughs> like, your season was trash award. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't spoon worthy, and, uh, but it's it's definitely trash it worthy. The worst, <laughs> but it was trash. We gotta have Look. like a little garbage can that we send. A, a little wastebasket. A little wastebasket. No, I mean, a lot of teams can, and we'll put the are schedule. fighting for that trash. We'll put season. the schedule in there. <laughs> so it, it's hard to say. I'm, like, I think, I mean, I hate to say it because I love, I love Step and I love, you know, some of the fans out there in Chicago. But, I mean, Chicago Fire, yeah, maybe. But I think Orlando, man, with all the money they spent, all the promise they had. It looks worse for Orlando. The new, you know, new stadium. Especially because they went that like six game win streak when everyone thought like it was all. Oh, and is and it. this is this is MLS 3.0, right? All yeah. the new teams they got, you know, they get a little bit of a surge and advantage. They, they there's more money expansion draft. They get, they get a couple more, a bit more tam. Yeah. So it's it's the fact that this is it's like the mafia when you come back out of jail, everybody gives you a little bit of money. It <laughs> puts right. you right on your feet. You know? Yes. I look, and you're not the first person to compare MLS <laughs> to the mafia, yeah, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> Probably the first one to do it without <laughs> screaming or crying. <laughs> uh, but the hope is, uh, you know, Orlando, I don't know what there's a couple games left. What, how, how many games do they have left? I think uh, it's like four. I mean, who cares? They, uh, so, but they have six, uh, five or six games left, something like that. So they, they look, everybody's looking forward to next year. I don't know what the change is going games. to be. It, it's, 
uh, who is it? Uh, O'Connor, James O'Connor, his, uh, his the coach, the coach, um, who. It, there's a great photo of him. Whoever owns the closest liquor store to him is making money. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, oh, I need another whiskey. Well, the there was a, there's a great photo of him at training, and he's uh, he's he's Irish, right? He's Irish, so he has to wear like a a, a big old hat to keep the sun out of his face, so he doesn't burn. <laughs> for real? He just looks so so silly. <laughs> it's somewhere online. I saw it the other day, uh, but it's super funny. So. Uh, let's move on. Uh, oh, so, so uh, Sporting Kansas City, got, they got to go from uh, Felipe Gutierrez, who fi- is finally back. He had an injury. He was their designated player. Uh, and uh, Sporting Kansas City, they, they had a stretch of a couple games where they, ju- they were just missing out on opportunities to score. And the fact that they have him back uh, looks like they are... That's a is that real? <laughs> Yo, this dude looks like a beekeeper. <laughs> He's a beekeeper. Yeah. He, has a, he has a hat. And he has he, like a balaclava. Like the, like the, but, like it's like, it looks like a hood that you put on any shirt you want. Yeah, yeah. It's covering... <laughs> and it's covering his face and neck. Uh, he has to protect his... He has to protect his neck. I mean, look. I he mean, must be you best protect your neck. <laughs> All right. This so, can't be real, but there are multiple <laughs> photos of him wearing what only I can explain it is a very oversized bucket hat. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. <laughs> you just can't have this. He looks like... He looks like a black lady going to church. <laughs> like, yo, okay, you can't have this. Look, this is like some, a what's it like a like a the Office from England. It's like a character from that. <laughs> look, look, some people's pigment on their skin doesn't have as much melanin, so they have to protect themselves from the sun because it could be much more harmful than it, than it would be for yeah, you no, or I. I get the excuse <laughs> and the reason. So he did this back in Louisville City. How did they win? <laughs> It's like, how do you take this guy seriously? This can't be real. <laughs> well, this photo's from Louisville. Yeah. I see it in the background. But he did this at... He did, he's done this at Orlando, too. He's doing this at Orlando? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. He's bringing the same... The same he's bringing the same Louisville hat. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, oh, that's embarrassing. It's funny. If you haven't seen these photos, just look up James O'Connor. What, what'd you Google? I put James O'Connor hat Orlando City. <laughs> uh, and there's a bunch of them there. They're very, very, oh, they're God, very funny. No. Uh, so let's uh, talk about uh, the last game in Major League Soccer. Uh, Portland Timbers against the Colorado Rapids. Uh, they seem to, this was a weird international break. They were like, you know what? Let's put the worst teams playing <laughs> against really good teams. <laughs> let's see what happens when the teams are supposed to win. Win by a lot. Uh, Portland wins this game 2-0. And not a huge surprise. Abobasi? Abobasi. Uh, gets the Ebobisi? start. Ebobisi. I think we had this conversation before. Ebobisi, yeah. Uh, and goals from uh, Ebobisi and Diego Valeri, but Ebobisi is like... Well, both of them got, got goals called off yes. because of offside. offside. But Ebobisi goes back and scores basically the exact same goal. Yeah, yeah. Like, you tried to stop me the first time, dog. I said yeah. I want to score this way. <laughs> is that his first MLS goal? This year. This year, not nah, he scored one last year, I believe one. He's a kid too. That's he's awesome. Kid. So he's been ripping it up in uh, in Timbers too. Yeah, uh, and and that was, we were joking around before about who like who who should get an opportunity to to play uh, because. At forward, there aren't uh, besides Armenteros who hasn't scored in a while. Hasn't scored in a while. Come on, Kua and uh, Aspria, who I uh, we I have conversations with Eric Keating all the time. Uh, he's, he's my my go to Portland Timbers. He is our Portland Timbers <laughs> fan. And, and uh, Aspria is, is not really a center forward, and he's not gonna you know as, as, especially since Adi left. 
finding a second person to to be an option. Uh, you know, Armentaros is not definitively that replacement for Adi, I think. No, the one thing I like about Gio Severese, he's like, I'm just going to ride the hot hand. If you play well in yeah. training and you're not playing well in the 90, then the person who's playing well in training is going to get in there. And I got to be honest, I got a lot of respect for the guy. You know, I may not love his tactics. I may not understand his tactics. Mm -hmm. It may come across as complete bedlam to me, but he seems to be one of those guys that's like, if you do well, you will get minutes. Yeah. And Abobasi is playing really well. That dude deserves minutes, and that dude is out there to score and score only. And yeah. I love that kid. He does uh, have that, uh, that, that, especially the goal that he scored was just like, it, like when you score against Colorado, it feels like you shouldn't be that happy. Anybody, yeah. a lot of people have done that. <laughs> but, Don't tell anybody about but it. But he was really uh, proud and happy, and he celebrated the goal like it was like a 90, 95th minute winner. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so, but but seeing how well he's has played, especially at Timbers too. You, it, it is kind of ridiculous that he hasn't gotten more opportunities. So hopefully this is it's towards the end of the year. I don't know if is, is he going to be on like the playoff roster? Uh, is he, does if he trust them that much? If he continues to, I have a feeling that Gio Severace is obviously going to watch him in training, but I, you know, he's, he's going to continue to play him. And if until he doesn't play this well, so it's up to him, whether he makes that playoff roster, that's the feeling I get from seeing how Severace handles his business. Yep. If you play well, you stay on the team. Yo, Abobasi, it's up to you, dog. You want to be on that? You want to be in the playoffs? Dog, you got to play well. Playoffs? <laughs> We're talking playoffs? <laughs> Play uh, so that's what it is coming up soon. So it's exciting. So the, uh, yeah. I'm sure the, you know, we'll, we'll get the, those in-depth analysis that, you know, you expect from the Cooligans. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> we're going to be talking about all oh, your missed shots, dog. <laughs> so uh, the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap up is the Philadelphia Union announced a new mascot. <laughs> That's really the only thing. Something. That we have to get to because this ca Fang. Caused, a, it caused a whole stir on the yeah. internet. Uh, because it's not really a snake because it's got <laughs> legs and arms. <laughs> Bro, what'd you want the guy to do? Just Can crawl across the floor? Suspend disbelief for yeah. a second. He's also right? wearing a jersey. It's cool. You're cool. He's also got a gold mohawk. You're cool with all that? Also, he was Millie rocking. And that's okay for a snake to do? But it's the arms and legs? Someone's like, it's a salamander. I'm just saying, if if it was a... Uh, regular snakes can't Millie rock. No. Because they, they don't got no arms and legs. They ain't got no Their arms Millie and legs. They Millie rocks look terrible. I by the way, here's what the truth is. It's not just... It's not a snake. It's not a salamander, right? It's a snake that ate a human. And that human's arms and legs are sticking out of the body. Is that the official? No, that's what I just made <laughs> up. But doesn't that sound dope as shit? What a backstory. Now, everybody likes Fang, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fang is spelled P-H-A-N-G. Because Philadelphia is spelled P-H. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I yeah. like it. I'm like, but I hope this this brings back words like that, you know? Like How about fat? Fat. You know, P-H-A-T. Pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> All right. You know, Fang is, Fang is pretty fat, you know? Yeah. I, Fang's I, fat. Fang's fat. Oh also, let's bring back when fat was positive. Let's do that. <laughs> Could really help my career. Uh, or just be thin and beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Boring. Boring. Who wants to get there? Healthy. Uh, uh, all right. That is, uh, that's the end of the show. I want to make sure uh, we thank what are you. Hold on. I mean, let's see if we're smart or stupid. What do you think happened in, in the U.S.-Mexico game last night? Oh, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a draw. Oh, I didn't even tell you this. Wow. Jonathan Lewis came out. Jonathan Lewis. Jonathan Gonzalez came out. <laughs> and he, he's eating pizza, Jonathan Lewis. He probably spit his pizza out when he heard this. <laughs> Jonathan Gonzalez came out and said he made the perfect decision picking Mexico over U.S. 
Okay, how do you feel about that? Mad, disrespectful, <laughs> and I hope somebody two-foots you, and that slows down I, your career just a little bit, my I guy. Don't, don't you, you're no, born and raised in California, dog. Don't you come at us like that. I get it. You're on a better team now, dog. Have some class. <laughs> Watch your mouth. You shut up when you speak in terms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it is the Mexican national team. Uh, I mean, maybe it's a bit, uh, it maybe hurts our feelings uh, to hear that, but, you know, I, I think... When he has the, the the choice of, oh look, this team didn't even make the World Cup, didn't get to represent the country. That's not fair because Zeusy saved Mexico and got them in the World Cup last last time. Okay, before that, so Mexico almost missed the World Cup. If it wasn't for us playing right, our asses off when it wasn't needed. Hold on a second. And then my dude goes, oh, now I'm happy that I'm here. I decided because of the structure, everything Mexico brings from the youth teams to the first team. I think it's exceptional. The history there is. And above all, because I am Mexican, bruh, you was raised here, okay? <laughs> Look, I'm Cuban. I'm all about it. But what happens? You're Dominican, right? What happens when you leave the U.S.? Let's say you, you're in England and someone says, what are you? What do you say? I mean, I, I'll say I'm from uh, from New York. Or, you're an American. Uh, yeah, I'm an American. Yeah, yeah. When you leave this country, you're Mexico. So right now, you in Mexico? <laughs> you ain't Mexican, bro. You ain't raised. And guess what? They're gonna treat you that way pretty soon. Right now, you brand new. You a new shiny toy. They like you in the D in the defensive midfield. Watch what happens when you've been around a little bit. Hey, yo, Americano, yo, gringo, what's up? Watch, watch. I ain't playing with you. And also, oh, because of the structure, dog. You got something to say about our structure? Why don't you be? Why don't you be constructive? You know when you give an exit interview in a company, it was because your boss or something that you left? Sure. And you're like, look, now that I'm leaving, I could tell you exactly what's going on. Here's what's wrong. There's no, uh, you know, uh, there's no camaraderie. There's no this, there's no that. Bruh, be constructive. Don't just sit here and talk all this great <laughs> shit about Mexicans. <laughs> Fuck out of here, yo. Who are you? Dog, you, you were developed here. You were developed here. Why don't you say thank you? <laughs> we gave you the chance to play for Mexico. You there because of us. Why don't you say thank you? Now, I made the perfect decision. Mad disrespectful. You didn't get divorced. <laughs> you asked your ex-wife. You think you're going to come back here? Oh, you think you're going to come I'm, back here and buy your little house here? Why don't you go live in Sinaloa? <laughs> See how that goes for you. Yeah, my daughter's going to be there. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> a lot of blow around. That's all I'm saying. It's going to be a bit of a party. Invite us. We'll bring Gunny. And we might need Gunny's whole family if we're going to Sinaloa. All I'm saying is you got a lot of balls talking all this shit about America. America, now that you with that new squad. Remember the old car you used to love? Huh? <laughs> now you got yourself a new Benz. It's great, right? But what happened? What happened to the old joint? You used to love it. It helped you. It got you everywhere you needed to go before. And now it's a piece of trash? What? Fuck out of here. Have some respect, bruh. He did. I don't think he said all those things. Uh I'm reading between the lines. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm packing. Right? I'm going beyond what he said. He, he, he is happy with the decision he made. I don't think he, he put down the U.S. as much as he, you think he you did. When you do that, you do that in okay. spite of us. <laughs> Okay. And what did I say? We here now. That's right. You don't get to do that because we're here now. Everybody's going to write the little think pieces with all their big words. <laughs> Everybody's going to have some good Alexis shit ain't to thinking, say. all right? Nah, son, <laughs> I'm just talking. I no thought to any of this. I'm out here spraying. Everybody gets it. We're using, we're using <laughs> shotguns, bro. We ain't aiming. We spraying. And what? You in our sight lines, my guy. Don't you dare. All of a sudden, you get to Mexico and you get to say whatever you want. And by the way, I love the country of Mexico. I got friends in Mexico. I'm not saying talking shit about Mexico. 
I'm just saying, how dare you? If a Mexican dude did this shit, if he came here and started talking all this slick shit about Mexico, best believe they'd have something to say. Well, I'm the guy, and Christian's the dude, even though he hasn't said anything. <laughs> We're the guys that got something to say. I got something to say for you right now, though. That's not the way you do that shit. Have some class, my guy, because guess what? This shit gonna get handled on the field. Somebody gonna take you out. I don't know when it's gonna happen. I don't know if I gotta do it as a streaker, and bro, I hope you close to the sidelines because I didn't think I got that much gas in the tank to get to you. All I'm saying is someone gonna take you out for talking slick like that. That's what? not what you do to the country that developed you, bro. Well, I uh, I thought he didn't say anything offensive. So uh, to wrap up the show, uh, let's. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you again to uh, people who signed up for Gully Squad. That means the world to us. Uh, and again, and keep please tell your friends. Help helping us. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Gonzalez, join us to the Gully Squad. This is for you. Might change my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? They support the Gully. Cool Jonathan Lewis, sign up for Gully Squad. It'd be awesome. And uh, yes, yeah, so and we're going to be uh, getting real soon to that, that second episode and be able to do more for yeah, you guys. Yeah, the more of you guys join up, the, flu, the closer we get to that so second episode, you. we would love it. Uh, we've tried to convince our studio uh, to let us in here another day a week. <laughs> It'll be really cool to be able to do stuff like this. So uh, thank you again. Thank you for all the support. I hope you had a good time. Hopefully your workday went by a little bit faster. Hopefully that little Guerrero ran at the end helped you out. <laughs> well, a little? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans!